Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Today is Thursday, January the 13th. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I said, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. 2022. Hey, man. I can't help every time I say, uh, yeah, I love it, that they have that fake mouthful of denture smile popping off <laughs> like where it hurts my face to say yeah my lord like yeah, <laughs> i really yeah, hope yeah, y'all yeah. i really hope you catch that visual because like that's yeah. how i do it every single time Swap, here's, how you de- here's how you describe that visual that's the face chris rock makes every time he tells a joke <laughs> the end of it the, the, every yeah, punchline <laughs> one it started it started with one rib <laughs> yes, that's ex- that's it. What a real? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Oh 100%. man, I'm not going to start this show off with a ten bell salute. This show will get a ten bell salute at the end of the show. You might hear some bonus footage, maybe. But today's show so is dedicated to the middle finger that is 2022. Taking away things that we cherish, people that were uh, pillars, not just pillars, national treasures, if you will. The type of people you say protect at all cost. 2022 said, damn that I'm, I'm, I'm sneaking in and I'm taking what you got. Max Julian. Man, the Max. Where is we going to get the pimping from now? Coach Dan Reeves. It's unfortunate. Bob Saget. That's trash. That's I, that is trash. Music producer extraordinaire James and More trash. Sydney Portier. A fucking travesty. NXT 1.0 in totality is in the gangster lane. And last but certainly not certainly not least. The centurion herself, because we gonna give it to her, because she real. was on this planet for a hundred years, young and thugging, and this one deserves an applause. Betty White, thank you for being a friend. We have lost these people since we last talked, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it at all. I don't, I don't like it at all, and and I'm not happy about it, and it's not okay. <sighs> and we ain't gonna talk about the losses we gonna see on Power the next couple of weeks. But hey, we we say <laughs> say streets need a body, <laughs> and guess who it belonged to? <laughs> Tariq St. Patrick. <laughs> Man, no, no, Reek, Reek gonna get out here and he gonna get active. Who I need, who I need to see come up short. Is the fucking professor. Her stinking ass. <sighs> Bruh, you got to go and drop her in the vat. A whole a whole lot of stink box energy popping off there, boy. 
Man, I, the energy she put off is the energy that 2022 is, is doing to take away the people that I just mentioned far prior to. So this show is dedicated to them. Um, if you ain't never seen Pretty Turn the Ugly so fast, I mean, <laughs> you feel me? Like, and, and Lauren with that snitch behavior is like, yeah, knocked you down a few. That's just, that's just that's just being sheltered. She had no idea what she was doing. She had no clue. She thought she was really helping the cause. Talk this, to somebody then. Talk and, to an adult besides the one who put you up to this shit. That's the thing. Ask, ask a question. Ask if it's okay. And you can't say she's naive because the class that they're in, they're too smart for that shit. They ask analytical questions all fucking day. What can you tell a Gen Z teenager that knows everything. Apparently, you can tell them what snitching is. You can't tell them shit. <laughs> but what snitching is? <laughs> Bet you wish you had your raincoat now, didn't you? <laughs> but yeah, street the streets need a body on that shit, and ain't nobody helping Zeke get ready for the draft. Is <sighs> and how? Hold on, hold on, because we we run off the rails here. But I, I gotta, I gotta ask. <laughs> no, this you. Is, no, this is all the type of content that people need. Where this is well versed, well rounded. Just shows you we ain't just out here just making shit up. I have to ask you this question before we get into the wrestling talk. All right. How in the hell did Monet have a whole baby? Fam. <laughs> <laughs> how she have a whole and how is is he in between Kane and and uh and Drew? I asked that same question too. I was like, is he the oldest? How did how does this work? I almost I almost think he got to be the oldest. What no cuz he's be. he's a freshman. He's a freshman. So by default Kane and Drew are older. In fact, I mean, in well, fact, what is, what is Drew's classification now? Kane, I don't. Kane, I don't know. Kane is the oldest for, in the in the family. Drew's so, the second. Okay, what children are stupid enough that you didn't see a whole sibling leave? No, how, how you how you hide a you missed a whole pregnancy? Yeah, you know I'm saying how you get fat. Like this is this is ten months. This is ten months. We're talking about from the from the time from the point of uh, of impregnation. Where to, was Lorenzo during this? Like my, my guess? Yeah, that that's another question. Cause let's be let's be a hundred. He's only he's Lorenzo only, is Lorenzo may only be the father of the girl. Maybe, maybe Drew too. Maybe Drew. But Kane, I, I Kane think Kane has to be an outside child. I, I think Kane and Kane is Mecca's boy too. You think? I think I think. I mean. <sighs> It's still a lot of questions that need to be answered, and Monet needs to answer a bunch of them. I just got a feeling that she about to be, if she if she don't pull a power play to get rid of Lorenzo, she, her 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 worth to the show is shit. It's nothing. If you know it's not gonna continue the way it is now, it, it can't. But because one here here's okay. I was talking with the missus because we were watching this and I, you know what I do I typically sit back and just call plays about what's going to happen next here's the thing and, <laughs> right and she was and she was bringing it up to me like Kane was going to try to make a play to be the guy and I say no as soon as Zeke finds out who his father is soon thereafter Kane will know and Kane can't keep his mouth shut. 
Kane, when it comes to Kane things that can't, will Kane better can't, position. Kane can't keep his mind off of being, being emotional. Being emotional about being the number one. Right. He wants and he wants the adulation that comes with being on top. He wants to be the breadwinner for the for the house for the family. He wants that level of importance. He wants to be Lorenzo, and he wants Lorenzo's affection <laughs> and approval. <laughs> so, so this so, this so, is bound so, this is bound to blow up. The text message that uh, that Mecca sent, calling the deal back on, actually gave Lorenzo exactly what he wanted: the ability to prove to his dad. That he's ready to be on the next level and that he could be his son versus trying to be the, his dad's boss. Which the ball was in was truly in Kane's court. Oh well. Well, that remains to be seen. That's enough power talk. We we, we don't want to give you too much. <laughs> I, man, I just I so wish, I so, so wish Reek was still on good terms with his uncle Tommy. Cause then I know some people could get whacked. I I just wonder. Cause that that phone call with Monet, that shit kind of put me off. She she was like, "You uh, something I shoot, you shoot I slaughter." Uh huh. I'm like, bitch, where? <laughs> with who? With what? <laughs> I box that motherfucker later this evening. You keep playing with me. You and, know what he did? And God love Mary J. Blige, but she has the acting range of a pistachio. She's perfect for this role. Now, <laughs> this is I, a fact. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, two, two things can be true at the same time. <laughs> this is definitely a fact. Yeah, I, I'm not going to cast her to play anything outside of this particular uh, universe that she's in right now. But yeah, she uh, she's also perfect for this role. If Courtney Kipp or, or Curtis Jackson decided, you know, there was going to be a Monet Tejada and they picked Mary J. Blige out of thin air without doing a trial or a test run or an audition... By all means, shouts out and kudos to you for doing such a thing because it was nailed needed. It. <laughs> nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. But she wouldn't play. She wouldn't play the professor in the, on the same show. So you got to know your you know your limitations. Know your strengths, so, right? Know your, know your strengths and downplay your weaknesses. Know, know your wheelhouse. As we went off the air last week, we gave you some releases in WWE. They they apparently weren't done and had more time. Nah. The biggest one yet. Samoa Joe gone again. This time not to return. Is not today's price. Say it again. (laughs) Yesterday's price is not today's price. Price just went up. Price just went up. At Ron Murray Jr. (laughs) Uh, Boy. You know, so I uh so here here's here's the thing. Um here's the thing. I'm not okay with this. Obviously, um, but I am so okay with this. I want you to understand something. Not you, but the pencil pusher master. <laughs> you, you people. <laughs> who who the hell is you people? What do you mean, you, you people? You. That's uh, what I mean. The audience of one. <laughs> Samoa Joe won the NXT Championship for a third time. From Killer Cross, also gone. Samoa Joe within two weeks relinquished the NXT title that was put up for grabs, that was snatched up again by Tommaso Ciampa. Now gone from NXT, and 
so so Joe never got a chance to defend the title that he won. He holds the record for the most NXT title wins uh, at th- with three. And understand that. shut up, Siri. Oh, that's not Siri. Oh, what the hell? Shots. Look, look, apologize, that, man. My this this update's tripping. That said, I don't. I, Joe was was slated to take a position in a uh, in a I guess a corporate environment on mm-hmm. the, on the production side back in somewhere pushing a pen. Mm-hmm. Yep, being participating in scouting with the NIL program, being great backstage, Joe. Mm-hmm. An asset to the company, the uh, the fruit bearer for the future for the company, gone. Um. Also, this week it comes out. That taking over full reigns at NXT 2.0 is Bruce Pritchard. It's so hard to say goodbye to NXT. So rap is is done. Whatever you knew before does not no is no longer exists with Saturday. With Pete Dunn and Tommaso Ciampa doing dark matches on the main roster now, NXT no longer has any remnants of the black and gold. Bruh. I, as evidenced by Bron, uh, Bron Breaker kicking the X, the gold X prior to winning the championship last week. Tell me you beefing internally without telling me you beefing. <laughs> Fire everybody and piss on anything that relates that relate that's related to remotely the previous incarnation of the built brand. Burn the house down and piss on the ashes. I'm I, I'm also reminded once again of how if you I don't even know when it was. I want to say it was last April following um WrestleMania. But there's an NXT episode with uh, Amber Moon being disgruntled about her position within NXT and what's next for her. And she said some really slick shit and was never seen or heard from again. Go back and find it. <laughs> it's very telling. By Ember Moon? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so here's something I've realized. I always kind of knew it, but with all the firings, it made me think about it even more. So... Now we're talking about classic Vince McMahon, old school blue jacket Vince, and the famous stories about yellow tie Vince. <laughs> yeah, famous <laughs> stories about the, the the writing team around the pool at the house. Okay, okay. Who are the usual suspects that he had as essentially his his inner circle, his closest confidants? Number one is Pat Patterson. Right. Uh, rest in peace. Um. Also, Bruce Pritchard. Right. Uh, Howard Finkel. Right. Um, Gerald Briscoe. Gerald Briscoe is the other one, yep. And that's all. And, and maybe if we're talking about in, in more recent old school events, Michael Hayes. Nah, I wouldn't even say Michael Hayes ever been around the not, not, not in the sense that I'm thinking about. Yeah, well, you, you, about, you, in, the, in, the, in the literal sense of the pool, no. In a proverbial sense, definitely. Yeah, I, he's been there long enough to, to, and he probably has been to the house and sat at the pool. But I'm talking about the OG. The OG. So, so I, I'm talking I, about the guys who were writing the scripts for the Royal Rumble in you know 89, 90. Was 91. was Lombardi in that in that circle? 
he came to be that, but in those years I just named off, he was still wrestling. Okay, so everybody else, so I just named off everybody then. Yeah. Okay. So right. Triple H's version of that group has been fired, and I started to identify who was who. Oh, Samoa, Samoa Joe was the Gerald Briscoe. Okay. Um, and and, be, and for those who don't know about Gerald Briscoe and and his ability to defend himself as well as being a, a all world talent scout for for wrestling talent, Joe being he's very um, very astute at scouting wrestling talent as far as amateur wrestlers that'll convert to the pro level, and then I'm convinced that Samoa Joe got smoke for whoever and he'll have smoke for whoever into his 70s mm. and he'll kick your ass in real life just like Gerald Briscoe kick your ass in real life <laughs> you, don't, you don't you don't just own a body shop and work for WWE <laughs> well you know <laughs> then uh, then there's the Pat Patterson of the group who I kind of identified as William Regal another uh, another shooter shooter great wrestling mind um, well respected in the locker room, all of the above. Uh, who, who was one of who was one of the others from the OGs? Uh, Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Road Dog. Oh, I was gonna say Road. Shawn Michaels. So who would Shawn Michaels be? You know what? Shawn Michaels might be Pat Patterson. They and, well they. So I got a feeling that Shawn Michaels and Road Dog could be interchanged. I couple. think Road Dog has a, has a little more of a serious input. I I'm not sure exactly how long Sean has been on the corporate side of this, and I think his expertise has more to do with in ring coaching as opposed to maybe as opposed to contributing with the creative side that shows up on television. Okay. I think he's he's better at like literally teaching kids how to be better in the ring and how to get the most out of your matches versus road dog creatively and then he's contributed to actually writing television so now that that's gone who do we have that has replaced the brain trust is it just bruce i'm sure it's him and whoever he feels comfortable delegating responsibility to but I mean, he's number two. <laughs> fucking Austin Powers. He's number two to Doctor Evil. <laughs> he he ain't got to check in with nobody, so it's 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 not him having to share responsibility because someone told him to. It's I have in here who I want because hell, there's nobody else between me and and Vincent other than the fucking door. <laughs> Like, I don't even think Nick Khan, I don't think he has to check in with shit about Nick Khan. I don't think, because, I mean, it seems like Nick Khan is con is very much concerned with making this look financially streamlined. Because, I mean, he's the president, right? Not only is he the pre you president, he's a client. <laughs> so, I mean, creatively, ain't nobody, Bruce ain't checking in with nobody but the head guy in charge. So it's, it's and, even, and even if that is and if he's running, go ahead. I was gonna say even if that doesn't mean that Vince is in the building, Triple H has done his due diligence to set up the CWC and all things NXT to the point to where technologically 
You can be anywhere and still be there. It, uh, it's, it's too late for thinking about Triple H and his contributions. We we waiting on the other shoe to drop. <laughs> which is the re- which is the potential reemergence of Triple H if it ever happens. You know what I'm saying? Either he gonna come in, either he gonna come in and blow shit up, or he just gonna walk out the building and you never gonna hear from him again. Man, because there's there's I, I I've been thinking about this, and everybody has this fantasy moment where they say Triple H will just leave and go to Jacksonville. Like, no, the fuck he won't. You can't pay you can't pay him enough to go somewhere else and take and take that kind of a job like working for someone else he hasn't he has a very substantial amount of fuck you money himself and then i don't see him putting the the air quote the cliche blood sweat and tears into launching another promotion that's just gonna be a a less funded version of nxt anyway yeah and like not to say that booker t is on the same level Relationship-wise in wrestling, that Triple H is, but Booker T at least has now TV clearance. But how long has uh, Reality of Wrestling been up and running? I believe since 2005, and this is 2022, so 17 years. And he's just getting TV clearance in Texas. And look, so being so, so, being, uh, being under the WWE umbrella affords you. Some some um, favors that you might not have if you weren't there, but it, he's running a wrestling school too. Like this is a wrestling school that has TV, so this is like OVW. Right now, which most even impact to a degree is 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 this now. Now, but but this said though, if Triple H were to venture off and to start his own thing, I don't think that it would it would go off uh, to the fanfare like. He'd be better off just doing a school, but do you know how expensive that school would be? Now here, here's here and here's the thing. Um, <laughs> hit, hit, hit him with that shit one time, trips. Here's the thing. <laughs> In a fictitious world where where Triple H is still married to Stephanie and still decides to go off and start his own version of a wrestling company, because this is co- some complete fantasy shit. That well, oh I, oh yeah, I no doubt. If it happens, I'll be the first to apologize and say I was wrong. But him going off and starting that just I I don't see why he would put at his at his age with the heart maintenance issues that he's had as of recent, I don't see where, why, or how you would put that energy into something like that. Because at this point, you're just spending your kids' inheritance. Now, nah, I, I mean, we, you and I both seeing firsthand what doing things that affect your heart can do to your heart after your heart becomes a, a piece of play at everything that you do. Everything, everything about being an entrepreneur or an independent business person leads, 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 and lends itself to stress. And, and if you've had heart maintenance issues, the last thing you need to be incurring is daily stress. And that's exactly what it is, though. And speaking of daily stress and, and competition, so glad that you we, we started having this fantasy talk because you reminded me just via text just now about this whole uh, 
lawsuit that WWE has entered into against Court Bauer and MLW. We talked about this last summer and we were pretty excited at the fact that MLW was going to be coming to Vice TV on Saturdays at 12 noon Eastern time for we didn't know for what we didn't know because there was a relaunch that was supposed to happen in September which did happen but this mm-hmm. summer we talked about it because we talked about how historic that time slot was for different regions across the country for professional wrestling you got a couple of Saturdays of like best of packages and then you also got the uh, what was it uh, fight fight land fight car something um, yeah you got that one actual up to date event and the 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 audio was a little less than pristine. Right. But you got to see stars. You got to see yeah. uh, the Samoan Werewolf, Jacob Fatu, take on Alex Hammerstone for the Dang. <laughs> for the MLW Championship. If you want to intro a new product to an unassuming audience, that's how you do it. Yeah. And then it just completely disappeared. So before we get any deeper into this conversation, is Vice a Fox property? No. Okay. Um, okay. Cool. So now I know. Yeah, and and by by Fox you mean owned by News Corporation. Yeah. Um, that is a negative. I, yeah. Is Fox is Vice anywhere in the Fox family and networks? No. Uh, Vice okay, is owned. Vice is owned by Vice Media, which is uh-huh. run by one of its founders, Shane Smith. So that completely takes one of those arguments that I was that I read off the table so look okay we full smoke go ahead and then the tv channel itself uh is actually owned by disney uh, mm. which co-owns the uh no shit the a and e networks with the hearst corporation so a and e a disney property yeah a and e is actually who owns vice right 20 percent uh-huh. okay which is also co-owned by the Walt Disney Company. So, so I mean, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a science a and, to it. A&E and Disney are splitting 20%? A&E, Disney, Shane Smith are all splitting. Uh, okay. Shane, Shane Smith, according, according to the articles I'm seeing, also owns roughly 20% stake in Vice Media. Okay. Right, so, cool. so, so it's 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 a multimedia conglomerate. But to answer your question in short, no, uh, News Corporation is nowhere near this. Fantastic. So it, it completely changes my viewpoint on this. Not All not right. not mine. I'll get to it in no, a no, second. No 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 no. no. <laughs> me and me and you were on the same page when we first read this. Yes. But you remember where we read it from? There was. Oh, oh yeah yeah oh yeah no that they they never they never get first run from us ever again. But there, there's a twist to this, I, and I'll come back to that in a second. But go ahead and make your point while, while I pull up this, uh, the, the terms of this lawsuit. Well, but because of, of what we had read and, and what the suggestion was about why the lawsuit happened or why the lawsuit wasn't valid or wasn't going to uh, pan out was that um, Vice was a um, Fox property and WWE had like basically right of first refusal on you know what other wrestling related content gets added to those platforms mm-hmm. that shit goes completely out the window it doesn't exist now <laughs> here here's what i said when i first read it 
I said this this is the most trash of trash behavior because now you're just picking on people and MLW doesn't strike me as an independent organization that you need to nitpick at especially for someone who used to work at WWE if you were going to pick on somebody why wouldn't you pick on Impact don't worry we'll we'll tell you why why that won't happen here in a second foreshadowing but I just I'm like why are we picking on MLW like what happened are you and then I'm like, okay, you trying to force him to sell? Or like, what are you trying to do? Oh, 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 oh. we'll talk about that here in a second. Right. <laughs> so all these different things go through my head. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's just like when ECW was on TNN. And uh, Monday Night Raw ended up looking for a new home for a while. And they went to TNN. And then oh, they basically got, got them to to abandon all promotion and recognition of ECW. You as take a, a Friday 7 p.m. Eastern time slot and put professional wrestling, but professional bingo hall wrestling, that's being back back ended by the person who owns all the wrestling content on your network, who comes in uh, on on a sidebar deal to say fuck you to NBC. Because that deal lasted, what, three years? Max. It, it lasted long enough for ECW to go bankrupt because of it. <laughs> so however long you want to count it, I thought it was going to be is a situation much akin to that, where they're just trying to swallow up uh, the, the real estate that's going on around them. But, and I'm like, how are they forcing the hand on this? Because I'm like, what leverage do they have? Like, Vice doesn't have to do anything with anybody. And I was like, oh... Now I get it. What's the number one show on Vice? Dark Side of the Ring, bar none. So, WWE makes the leverage play to say, if you don't cut MLW and their slice of the pie out of the equation, we're going to stop clearing footage and talent to be a part of Dark Side of the Ring. All right, so before we... (laughs) Before we get too too deep into our opinions on this, right? Okay. Let me say this. I've said it on this show before. You caught me slipping once and had to catch me with my own shit. But I'm going to hit you with it again. The fundamental professional difference between the truth and the lie in the corporate environment is a lawsuit. Don't stop me. <laughs> this is your shit here. Don't stop me when I uh when I start lying. Hurt your feelings. <laughs> don't like, stop me when I don't stop me when I hurt your feelings. Stop me when I start lying. So that said, this is on Sports Illustrated's website, si.com. Okay, reputable site. An antitrust no, law- no, no cap there. <laughs> no, no cap at all. But but there's still a little bit of cap. But no, with no cap when we say this. Cap on an ink pen. <laughs> Capital lawsuit, bitch. <laughs> Capital combat, ninety. Uh, Capital wrestling corporation, bitch. Capital <laughs> punishment. Like any trust lawsuit has been filed against WWE by competing professional wrestling promotion MLW. MLW released a press release on Tuesday night announcing that it has filed an antitrust lawsuit against WWE, citing quote. Uh, ongoing attempts to undermine competition in and monopolize the professional wrestling market by interfering with MLW's contracts and business prospects. Stealing sponsors. 
Mm. <laughs> Let me continue. The lawsuit accuses WWE of pressuring third parties, but sponsors, to abandon contracts and potential relationships with MLW. A pair of business deals that MLW claims WWE interfered with are mentioned in the lawsuit. MLW okay. claims that WWE nixed a deal that MLW had signed, which we did not know this was the case, with streaming platform Tubi that would have, quote, been transformative, uh, quote, for the promotion. Tubi is owned by Fox, which mm, is one of WWE's now, television see, partners. Okay, okay now, it <laughs> now it makes sense, right? Okay, now the, okay, that part of it makes sense. That's the Fox property. Of course, they were going to say, fuck you. Yeah, that part, yes. But let's let's keep it a thou wow. Of how, course, that's all we that's all we do. How many over the top apps do you have access to? Tubi's a free one, right? Mm-hmm. I tell you who's not owned by Fox. Who? That holds up probably more wrestling content than any, any other network combined right now. Pluto. How did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. Pluto. Trigger happy trigger happy gang. I mean it, it may not just be the fact that there are over-the-top platforms that also welcome wrestling in, but if if Tubi is the one dangling the chick, or they're, they're the ones that have the cool idea to make you bigger, or they're the ones that... They're the ones that have the, the space that makes you feel comfortable. They're, there's not much that can replace that feeling. So... It, I, I I hear you. I hear you. It's but, like picking a label. Like yeah, it's it's a thousand. It's a hundred thousand independent or mini major labels that you could pick. But it's about the one that makes you feel most comfortable. Tubi, it's the one that has the biggest advance check. Tubi is owned by Fox, and I haven't seen anything more advertised on Tubi than that show that has like Tiffany Haddish and a couple other people that's on it. It's a cartoon show. Um. But like they got plenty of other stuff on there, but you wouldn't know it. But the only reason I know about that show is because it's been broadcast or it's been uh, promoted and touted heavily on SmackDown, which is on Fox. Now that said, also during uh, football too on on Fox on Sundays. That said, if you what well, do you know who owns uh, Pluto? No, Viacom. <laughs> Viacom. So we're talking about. And this is if this if all these channels are still under the same umbrella, basically Paramount, the, the, the Paramount family of networks. Um, oh, so you you would have ended up on Paramount Plus at some point, or better yet, MTV, because all they show is ridiculousness and mom shit. If you I mean, if you're not if you're not part of Jersey Shore, uh, if you're not if you're not a pregnant mom, if you're not getting catfish, <laughs> or if you don't have a dumbass YouTube clip that goes on one of their 487 fucking shows. That end in this, then that, that's all you get on MTV. Who said well, they, they don't have room for, for for professional wrestling? It's not that they don't have room. It's just there are more places available than no actually than actually know what to do with pre- professional wrestling. Every every station, every over the top platform, every place you just named, one hundred percent would benefit from having professional wrestling on their list of programs. That doesn't mean the people at those platforms are aware of that. 
All right, let me let me help you with more more to this case of because I'm really playing playing both sides here. So I'm I'm, I'm playing. This, this is true. I'm this playing my and side, I, and you and you have your side. So I want you. And to, then I and then I have one alley oop that we ain't even talked about yet. Okay, so what? Tell me some channels that you have access to being with Fox, and don't say any regional Fox Sports networks because those don't exist anymore. Uh, let's see, Fox Family of Networks. I was just gonna say off the top of your head. I, I don't I don't keep up with them like that. Okay, because so I'm, I'm gonna run down some off the top of my head for uh for Viacom, which is now aptly oh known. just channels period yeah or just channel Fox yeah, umbrella ch- channels period under the Fox umbrella. Like you're on the Fox side of things, I'm on the Viacom side of things. So oh well yeah, I, I certainly don't have uh, Fox's list of. Uh, list of other properties on speed dial so i'd be t- completely out the loop well i mean you know one fox sports uh fox sports net like fs1 you know, fs1 you know well you know damn well you ain't getting on fs1 when they showing smackdown reruns and they show and whenever fox preempts smackdown that's where you get to see it at fs2 you, you ain't psh, hang same, hang same. that hang that hang that shit up too right all of that shit. Okay. Delete all. Delete all that. Delete. Shit, Peggy. <laughs> delete all that shit, Peggy. The, the Fox. The I Fox Now app. You. The Fox Now app. Okay. Good luck with that. Again, <laughs> too much. Too much overshadowing by WWE, right? Yes. So check this out. Off. This is off the top of my head. Networks that are via via scum owned. MTV, which also means VH1. Um. Uh, Smithsonian Channel, which doesn't matter. Nick Nick Jr. MTV, okay, or say MTV. Um, CMT. Hmm. Country music television. Hmm. No, absolutely not. Well, well, let's let's back up a second. No. Par- Paramount Network. Now, w- yeah. what what was Paramount Network before was Paramount Network? Uh, Spike TV. What was it before Spike TV? Uh, shit. What was it before Spike? TV? The National Network. Which was before oh, was that? Oh. Which was before that? The Nashville Network. That's a whole lot of morphs. It is, but that it, so and all that started as a sister station to Country Music Television, or CMT. I, I still say no. Also, Comedy Central <laughs> wouldn't Would, fit, but yeah, it wouldn't now because they're trying to go to all animated, which is basically being ran by South Park. I. I used to that South Park and the Daily Show is Comedy Central. Like there's that sends that sends a really fucked up mixed message to put serious wrestling on a comedy channel. Just for that reason, no. And I t- I tell you where you won't see it at. That's owned by Viacom. What's that? BET. <laughs> I don't even see BET, so you ain't gonna get me to watch it for that. Talk either. about it. <laughs> I I jumped out the car on that shit years ago. Um, let me out though. Let me uh, let me go over this paragraph. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna let you hit me with the alley oop, because I'm sure it's gonna be on the same page that, that, that I'm talking about too. It might be from left field, but go ahead. It might be from left field. Oh, okay, we'll see. well, we'll see. The lawsuit also alleges, also alleged that WWE attempted to derail the relationship between MLW and Vice TV. MLW claims that after it announced that it was in talks with uh, for for programming, for MLW programming to air on Vice TV, a then WWE executive warned Vice TV that WWE owner Vince McMahon was pissed that Vice TV was airing MLW programs 
and that Vice TV should stop working with MLW. The Vice TV executive responded by saying that WWE's conduct was illegal and an antitrust violation, but the WWE executive uh, said they couldn't control McMahon. <laughs> that sounds like that. That kind of sounds like bullshit, but it also sounds like it might be true. Either way, my point about um, withholding clearances on footage for Dark Side of the Ring being their cash cow show on their network is probably something that came up in the in the the vein of Vince is pissed. Cause see, here's the here's the thing. Yet again, <laughs> ah, trips. Here's the thing. <laughs> you feel me? Triple OG. That might end up being the the title for the show. But it, I get leery when people put direct quotes on Vince. Like he does a fairly good job of making sure that his personal thoughts are not made public. You don't hear, it's not like Kanos where Kanos will shoot at whatever, whenever you always know what he's thinking and what direction he's thinking in. Vince is the exact polar opposite, whether it be because of age or because of, um, you know, just the way he does business or the fact that he just doesn't use social media in that way. That's not a normal thing to hear direct, air quotes, direct quotes from the desk of Vince McMahon. So when people do these stories and they're attaching like direct action and almost direct quotes to him, that shit always seems shaky to me. Doesn't mean it's not true. It just raises an eyebrow for me. To, to add more to what you're saying, we're actually looking at a guy that whenever he passes is going to die with stories that will be left untold because he just is that disconnected from the general public. That that's the stuff I'm talking about. Like you don't know what's in his in the refrigerator in the mini fridge in his office, and he'll never tell you. You can make you the United States government took him to court, and he didn't tell what was in that refrigerator. <laughs> we know what's in there, but he ain't finna tell it. <laughs> Bull piss. <laughs> you feel me? He got he got old school mafia ties like allegedly, that. allegedly, he, allegedly it's bull piss, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> but he got old school mafia vibes about he he taking some shit to the grave. It's gonna be some shit that he knows that ain't nobody ever gonna know. Shout out to Superfly Jimmy Snooker. <laughs> That's okay. This is the guy you're dealing with, and now you're gonna tell me all of a sudden he gonna let it be known he's pissed and be able to have somebody call Vice and make idle threats based on the fact that Vince is pissed? <laughs> like, where they do that at? Apparently in Stanford. <laughs> no, no. That's, liter that's literally like you getting a call. You basically getting a call about checking in on the hood and it, and, and the OG to call you say, well, Tookie said, nah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no word to getting passed down like that. <laughs> not like that at all, ever. Like we not, we not. No, just man say. <laughs> but but no, man say. Like that's my issue with the quotes like that. But again, doesn't mean it's not true. I'm just saying that makes me raise an eyebrow. So now this this alley oop I've been talking about though. Who is the owner of MLW? Court Bauer. What did he used to do before he owned MLW? He was a writer for WWE. Why did he leave? The, uh, the Randy Orton story. 
episode episode nine <laughs> yeah i'm sure that contributed to it uh, check out check out bpbc episode nine we was early in the game with this shit <laughs> add more onto this alley you put the 360 on the windmill dunks who who whose podcast empire started because they were fucking with court bauer Man. Oh man, you know, Conrad Thompson. Who actually? Okay, Be- because who does Con- who does Conrad Thompson have a have a podcast with? Who's currently in WWE right now? Bruce Pritchard. Now hold on before you, before you let's let's wait wait I got one more. Oh, oh shit! Did, Here we go. <laughs> where did Bruce Pritchard used to work? MLW. All right. Now which one though? <laughs> Uh, I guess my alley goes back to Florida though, but that's not that one. Um, for those of you who who are n- not privy to MLW's history, MLW. Oh, 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 before you do that, and that's how Bruce Pritchard and, and MJF know each other. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so while Bruce Pritchard was working in MLW, the dynasty is there. So is Jim Cornette. Ah, this is okay. Okay, so. So, guys, I'm, my mind is wandering all over the place with MLW. So, quick history lesson. Back in the early 2000s, MLW was a place for random, roughly quarterly shows, quarterly events that were being done. They had a world champion. They had stars that you knew, stars that they were building. But it wasn't a weekly ran television program. It wasn't a traveling promotion. It was something that was based out of Florida primarily. But you would have these shows here and there. Similar to what World Class Rev Pro is, World Class Pro Wrestling. Very similar to what uh, Game Changer Wrestling is doing now. Uh, where you have these, these spot shows, but you do have someone representing them as the world champion and tag team champions. Post WWE career, it morphed into an, a full-blown traveling promotion, to where you have weekly weekly television, and you actually pick up talent and sign talent to actual long-term deals. Um, we can we can accredit Court Bowers' travelings within the professional wrestling industry to building that empire the way that, that he has, because it is a viable alternative to the WWE. That said. There's a what? What is that? What's that clown's name? The the guy that was that basically got Vince off. Talking about the the, the attorney lawyer, yeah, Johnny McDivitt. McDivitt, yes. There, you can bet your bottom dollar that if there is any minute chance that MLW walks away with this lawsuit in tow, that McDivitt's going to be on the case, and more than likely, alongside him, would be some guy named Otunga. Hmm. Oh they, oh, they come with with guns loaded. Like, now, don't don't mistake it. Right, wrong, or indifferent. They showing up with the smoke. This is GTA Five on fiber with a PS Five with a cheat code. Five stars. <laughs> and you're not getting shot. The motherfuckers in in the Grand Nationals are showing up. Oh, um, not the not the Crown Vic. The no, Grand, the Grand National. Nationals. <laughs> that's a di- that's a different breed of vehicle. That's a different breed of offense. <laughs> uh, there's also word on the on the street, oh, and, and by the street I mean the internet, that WWE is very close to a sale. I, we've heard I this know, before. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, and we've had guesses 
and all the fingers are pointing to the exact same place in Orlando. And we've already Damn. mentioned that name once on this show. Who that? Disney. Yup, that damn mouse. <laughs> now, okay. Okay. The rebranding of NXT 2.0 makes a whole lot of sense if it's Disney. The, you're, all this is prepping. Like, we, we talked about it uh, probably back in the summer. We talked about... Cause I, I feel I feel like we're this is like September 2021 still. Um, we're still in this damn snow globe. We're shaking up and the snow's falling, and then someone picks us up and shakes us, shakes us again. But well, somebody, uh, I, somebody I, cracked the top of the snow globe and start shaking red pepper flakes in this bitch. And one reason why I have to keep saying the damn date at the beginning of the show is so I can remind myself where I'm at while we're talking <laughs> because of things like this. It was probably July. Or August when we get another round of releases that we started talking about uh, a possible prepping for a sale. Mm-hmm. And then we. But just, back then, back then we didn't believe it. It was like uh, you just you. They're shaving the the excess hair from when they signed everybody trying to keep them out of AEW. Then you realize what AEW was, and you're like, fuck it, we don't have to hold on to this many people. So we've given out some air quotes bad contracts. Let's try to get back lean. The eyebrow raising happened when we saw the splatter, the splatter graffiti logo of NXT. We saw yeah. we saw the sampling of uh, Steel Tipping for their new theme song. Like who who samples a Houston classic for a TV wrestling product's theme song? I digress. Who had the conversation to sell it? Because nobody up there knows what the fuck they're listening to. <laughs> so who who did the who who had the conversation that led to the sync placement? That that probably came from one of those very talented people down at Full Sail and, and a lot of production that they actually copped while. But they but they had been out of Full Sail for a while. They had been, but you can't tell me they didn't cop a lot. Of, well, uh, of of work before they dipped out of there. They well, they, they had direct well, access to the talent. Wale ha- has had a relationship because he's brought the Street Profits to the ring before while they were in NXT. So there is a pre-existing relationship. Wale is is very much ingratiated in the wrestling community. He's he's very much um, a part of what goes on. Wale Mania is yeah, a part of every WrestleMania. Yeah, so he'll be here during that time. Oh, speaking Wale, of Wale Mania will be in the city. We'll, we will have speaking of what's what's here. Post Royal Rumble, we will talk in detail about events that are happening around the Dallas Fort Worth area. For those of you traveling in for the clusterfuck that will be the petri dish of COVID Mania 2022. Bruh, I we have this conversation almost every day now via text back and forth about how much of an absolute petri dish we're going to be living in for the first quarter of 2022. We were going out of our way to go outside for this. Now we're going to be in in our own way to stay the fuck out of the way to be inside for this. If we go if we go to an event, chances are we'll be performing. Be <laughs> boy. And, and we're, we're dead ass at the point of like playing rock paper scissors to see if we're which one event we're gonna we're gonna bet the house on. It won't be more. Th- I can guarantee you, 
unless we're performing, it won't be more than one event. We're going to find one event and bet the house on that one event. And I can and guarantee it, it, you, it, it will not be WrestleMania. It's super difficult to say we're going to put our eggs in one basket. Because there's you know so many it, baskets. We Yeah, there's so many baskets and we come from that that you know that hip hop background to where you pull up at one spot start smashing all of a sudden you get the invite to go to the other spot and now it's a party now, <laughs> now, yeah, now it's a party and then it's a professional fuck up if you don't go <laughs> man cause I I have been the one on many occasions to be like man fuck this I'm ready to get on the freeway and go home I don't want to go to this next spot and but like there, like there's one event that they're advertising for Dallas, and it's 45 minutes away from Arlington. <laughs> Dal- downtown Dallas is only 20 minutes from Arlington. There's no way <laughs> that again. That's another conversation for you, you can get a you can get a tour of all the Buckies that we have in the, in the surrounding areas if you want to hit all this stuff. But yeah, everything labeled Dallas ain't Dallas. So if you're listening to this away from here and you're coming here for WrestleMania weekend, just know that either you're gonna spend a lot on Ubers or you're gonna have to you know make sure you have enough gas before you leave where you are. Do not go to the rental car places at the airport. You will get robbed. I will highly recommend you using a third-party source that does not involve a car rental national brand. Use an I, app-based I, car rental company. I, I I wouldn't even give them that those type of fucking uh, warnings because there won't be any rental cars available around this bitch when you get here. Why you bullshitting? All the talent gonna have. <laughs> you do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you hear me what I'm saying what I'm saying we already in, in, on a rental car shortage around here just as regular people trying to travel back and forth you tell me that Wrestlemania is coming here you think they haven't called and, and locked up as many vehicles as they need already <laughs> plus the people that are flying in that have these travel packages like it might not be a car in this bitch till June <laughs> uh while while we're uh on the topic of other companies and then all uh, of all sur- surrounding mania weekend when it come to rental cars you ain't got it you probably ain't gonna get it <laughs> two two people who may be heavily involved with mania this year that we weren't expecting to be involved to this to the capacity that they possibly could be one as of earlier today Corey gray or earlier yesterday rather Corey graves Cleared for entering return. I'm going to congratulate that. Yes, congratulations on improved health. Not not the fact that you you can get in the ring, but the fact that your doctor has been monitoring you and at this point has cleared you for improved health. Don't for that go, reason we celebrate. Don't go out of your way. And he's a pencil pusher. He's a pencil pusher. Don't go out of your way to hope for a bigger bag for the sake of saying I want my talents to be shown their talents that you have are great be great at what you're great at the talents that you're putting on display now is the long play oh oh, undoubtedly the long play Um, if you're wanting to do a one one or two or three match thing a year just for the sake of keeping your body warm that's fine but Why? why there runs the risk of injury and Fucking I, why? And I don't think your bag is going to be any more any bigger because of you taking matches. Motherfucking why? But I'm not in your pocket. We care about we care about your health. 
We're glad you're cleared. Please stay out of the ring. It's not even, and I'm not even saying stay out of the ring because I fear for your health. I'm saying stay out of the ring because there's nothing in the ring waiting on you other than a future endeavor. No, nothing, nothing earth shattering is going to happen for you in this ring unless you unless you were earmarked for a world title run. Like, part of me wants to see Corey Graves win. The thing is, he's been gone for seven years. You're gonna end up being Mike Bennett 2.0. Oof. And guess who's and guess who's gonna be Maria? Oh no, not no, not Carmella. No, no. It is it's best no. for both. It's best for oh, both of you. Oh man, I, I gotta do this for this one. <laughs> don't don't boo me. Don't don't stop me when uh, your feelings are hurt. Stop me when I start lying. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> well, go sit your ass in the corner and come back when you're ready to join the group. The other person, Valter, or the ring in her eye. Action, motherfucking action! One of one of your fabled draft picks. We man, we gotta revisit that draft, man. We'll we'll never have another draft like that. I'll tell you why in a second. But we'll never have another draft like the one we had on the first season. We've but uh, setting trends for a very long time, man. Um, so we're talking about being outside and going other places. Mm-hmm. I have a list. Of, uh, of other wrestling alternatives that don't equate to AEW or Impact. Okay. Um, we've already mentioned Game Changer, Game Changer Wrestling, GCW. Yeah, they'll be here uh, soon. I think that... Are they coming? I, I'm almost certain they'll be here for WrestleMania weekend, but aren't they I, supposed I, to be here I think there's that? a show in March, beginning of March. Oh, there shit. Swaftoberfest. <laughs> yeah. I, I mock, bitch. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Tis the season. It's coming up upon us once again. I'll make this personal announcement. If anyone out there <laughs> listening to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop is well-versed in the minting and or setting up of discords and NFT projects, please reach out to the show. We have some very interesting ideas that we'd like to vet. Shouts out to Money B of Digital Underground. I have a guy for you. All around the world's the same song. Yes. yes, we need to connect immediately. We will. I will get him on the phone for you. That that actually might be a canceled episode. I, we. <laughs> yeah, I'll no, get. Fuck, fuck that! I don't need to give it to everybody else yet. What we need to do? Is no, 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 no. Don't no. give away what we can sell. <laughs> Make them pay for it. I'm trying to get us paid. Just just to get him on, just to talk some shit. <laughs> Nothing else. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, we, cool. We, 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 can, we can handle business and talk shit at the same time. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Ring of Honor, which is supposed to make its return to the DFW Metroplex with the relaunch during WrestleMania weekend. I wonder if they're going to do, they're going to give us a card beforehand. Or it's going to be like the old ECW pay-per-views where you didn't know who was wrestling who until you bought the pay-per-view. Well... Considering the brand is still owned by Sinclair, they're gonna have to cut checks prior to because they have they technically have nobody under contract except for those who hold belts. I mean, you can cut the checks, but that shit don't have to be public either. It's not like it's not like you can't pull it off because everybody's gonna everybody's be gonna fucking be here, right? Right. So you can hide talent. You can you can not tell them who's gonna be on the card, and it all be a surprise. You can you can literally have somebody everyone. work two shows before they come to ROH. It's going to be that much action. This is literally the weekend that you can pull off a surprise. You can hide in plain sight. 
you could pull off an absolute fucking coup and no one would be the wiser because all the wrestlers are here. You know who did that uh, for WrestleMania? Roddy Piper. And also Matt Hardy. Two people did it. So when, when the Hardys returned to WWE, they were hiding in plain sight because I believe they just had an impact pay-per-view the night before. I have this itchy feeling, and we're gonna I won't bring it up until we get into the segment later on about the Royal Rumble stuff. I have an itchy feeling about somebody who's go, who's already advertised to be here in the city is gonna end up jumping ship cross cross street. Oh, okay, okay. Let me run out the rest of these promo uh, promotions. MLW, uh, Deadlock, Stardom, okay. Pro okay. Wrestling Noah, New Japan. Okay. PWG Progress which I'll put a asterisk on that because I believe there's still some some WWE hands on progress uh, Ref Pro I believe that also uh, I believe there's some WWE hands on that too uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Dramatic Dream Team or DDT Big Japan Pro Wrestling Zona 23 Beyond Wrestling the NWA AAA CMLALA and House of Glory. What up, Master P? Uh, we, we still gotta chop this, chop this money up. We need to talk to you, Percy. So the, these are Shit, all that ain't gonna help. <laughs> talking to Percy ain't gonna help. <laughs> these are all companies, and there's Senior more. Senior P. <laughs> and then there's more. You got VIP. You got yeah. uh, uh, Reality of Wrestling. You've got yeah. Texoma. Um, you've o- got uh, o- OVW. Still a place. OVW owned by Al Snow. You feel me? World class pro. You you see Al Snow recently? Jacked. Al Snow out here living his best fucking life. He, he ain't he, miss he ain't miss no meals and he he's he's in the he's in the uh, suntan booth. Yeah, he he he's out here. Uh, he's a whole other person. This is not the same. This not the same Al Snow that wanted a, a mannequin head. But <laughs> this this is Albert Snow. <laughs> Al, Alberto Snowfall. <laughs> Alberto Aloysius Snowfall. <laughs> Albert Snowington. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. So AKA, AKA Light Flurry. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> like Albert Light Flurry, Light Flurry Snowington. <laughs> so all these, uh, all these, and then there was one more that I did Light not name. <laughs> Light Flurryington. <laughs> I did not name this one because of the interest that it has related to um, to being an alternative and why it's an alternative and that's a company called Terminus Terminus Pro Wrestling oh shout out shout out to Boston you know world class I did I I said world class pro oh okay I heard Rev Pro and I was like no 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 Rev Rev Pro is over in the UK ah gotcha yeah world class pro is here Um, which used to be world class Rev Pro Point um, being, there's a whole there's a lot ho- of wrestling, whole lot of body <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> As we like to say here, it's a whole lot of fucking gang shit. <laughs> so that uh, so that old uh, this land is my land, this na- land is not your land shit that you internet people be doing. Stop that shit. This land belongs to you and me, and this proves it. Uh, I own I own stock in one of these companies, and I ain't defending it that fucking hard. <laughs> Don't tell them no. <laughs> so Terminus, Terminus is the name of the company that had uh, an immediate press release that announced their rules. This is something that, if enforced, could could literally be a game changer. No pun intended. 
and it's something I'm a stickler for when it comes to AEW with tag team wrestling. But let me <laughs> let me let me let me run down these. This is something that would make Jim Cornette proud. You're stickler for rules. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> all matches must be won by pinfall. Submission. Don't stop me when I, when your feelings are hurt. Stop me when I start lying. <laughs> all, all matches must be won by pinfall, submission, KO, or DQ. Unless the substitute stipulation agreed upon by grapplers. There's a time limit for every match. Singles matches are 15 minutes. Multi-man matches, including tag matches, 15 minutes. Championship bouts, 20 minutes. So you're about to kill each other. There's not going to be any burnout to it. 90 second overtime period occurs if there is no winner after the time expires. 90 seconds. <laughs> that means you need to be you need to be going for a kill shot. You need you need to make sure you have finishers on deck. Grapplers will start an overtime period in a neutral position. If there is no decision no decision when overtime expires, the result is a draw. There's disqualification criteria. Two technical fouls, foreign object usage, or outside interference. Technical fouls can f- consist of throwing an opponent over the top rope, Bill Watts. 10 second top rope rule. Five second rope break or corner break rule. Intentional physical contact with the referee. So if you touch a referee to any degree, that's a technical foul. So you're protecting the referees. And, ten- and not physically protecting them in real life, but like protecting the 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 um what's the word I'm looking for? Prestige of the stripes. The integrity of the stripes, yes. There you go. Uh intentional low blows, intentional eye gouging, fish hooking, intentional hair pulling, spitting, and closed fists to the face are all technical fouls. We run a clean, tight ship here. Technical fouls are given at the referee's discretion. That's that's the setup for the bullshit right there. Referees will be involved heavily in these matches and these decisions. This just is, like, is all, any, just like any, any other, other sport. sport. Yep. You, you, would, you, would think, you would think this would have been the playbook of Kanos. <laughs> nope. Since it was supposed to be sports-based. Fuck it. Fuck it. I, he lied. He made up for it in the end, but he lied. The only thing he got was wins and losses matter, and even that, they still don't. Just because you count them doesn't mean they matter. Check this. Countouts are five seconds. Get your ass out. Get your ass back in. We ain't got time to be walking around (laughs) sitting there watching you strut. Any weapon used will result in immediate disqualification and expulsion from Terminus. Expulsion? You got to go. So Terminus not not only means the end, like this, it's everything. There's going to be finality, but you fuck up. You gone. It's the end for real. Expulsion, I love it. I, I really so they're they're gonna run this like a real promotion. What have I been saying for the last uh, half dozen plus episodes? Suspend I, disbelief. In short, I like I like when wrestlers fight. Yes, that too. So two for one. I like when wrestlers fight. Looks like in terminus wrestlers are gonna fight. And two, suspension of disbelief. You can suspend this. The, you can suspend disbelief when there are rules. And it looks like people are gonna have to actually handle themselves in a combat sport. Like grapplers, they, they're referring to grapplers. That means we're gonna get people who actually have mat technique, like technically technical mat skills. The brawler doesn't stand a chance here. Now you can have a powerhouse who can do things like body slam, power slam, clubbing forearm blows to the back of the head, double, high impact offense. Yeah. Again, I, I go back to the reference. 
Go back and check uh, Face Butch Reed. Um, the 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 standing double the door the jumping double chop to the shoulder blades, like things like <laughs> or to the deltoids, like things things of that nature. Or like you you you're gonna see some really old school shit here, like and it's that not gonna be uh, to the point of of nauseous of of, of nauseousness because the match is gonna be no more than twenty minute or twenty one minutes and ninety seconds or twenty one twenty one minutes and thirty seconds rather. So. Here's my hope for this because I like I like the rules that are set around the in-ring product. Selfishly, I want the stories to be of a level that it is the reasoning that the grapplers are getting in the ring. Don't just give me a bunch of cold matches with great rules. <laughs> like for real, like it's going to be on in the background type thing like okay, I feel like watching wrestling and I don't want to watch the other stuff. So I go here, but these two people are wrestling cold matches and there's no real reason for it. Other than the fact that like, okay, this week on Terminus. <laughs> right. Uh, it's do, my only hope. It's my only wish. I, I, do, do we play the Briscoes promo? Cause I can tell you they're perfect for Terminus. I don't know if their language is, but like we, we I mean, we, does it say anything about disqualifications for language? Like, look, now not we not at rules, all. But these aren't these aren't nuns. Not at all. <laughs> these aren't monks and nuns. This isn't a convent. Like, if you really want to impress me, uh, give me a wellness policy to go with this. Not that I need one. Listen, this is performance art at the end of the day. So unless we're dealing with with athletic commissions again, I don't. <laughs> How necessary is it really? It's not. Like how much how much better or worse would WWE be right now if Seth Rollins was back on the gas or was on the gas cuz I don't want to uh, I don't want to insinuate that I know he's ever been on the gas. Right. Wink, nudge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, li- cuz that's a libelous statement. Yes. I I don't know that he's ever been on the gas. But if he were but if he were, how much better or worse would the product be? Like we've we've seen when Lesnar was perceived to be on the gas, did it matter? Nah, he not was at actually all. he was actually more aggressive in the ring, so I guess it would matter. He twelve to six a motherfucker when he was on the gas. So okay, bad example. If if he was on the gas, if it, no fuck that because that's no that, he, that you, know, you know what you're absolutely right there he there, tested he tested positive in real life there's a steroids six, there's tested a six, positive for Brock there, Lesnar there was a six month <laughs> there was a six month window where steroids tested positive well performance enhancing uh, agents tested positive for Brock Lesnar yeah some cocktail of muscle growing formula <laughs> and then and then Randy Orton made light of it and then he got twelve to six. <laughs> For his troubles, yeah, yeah, yeah. For for your troubles and your honesty, here's what we have for you. Oh man, I'm so, just saying. So all, how all, much, how much better or worse would the product be? Like, just dead ass. Like, let's be as real. long as long as hearts don't explode while wrestlers are in the ring. I mean, it would be the same in my opinion. Under under an actual doctor supervision. Let's say they had a third party doctor who would administer. Um, whatever performance enhancing drugs on on a proper um medically cleared cycle i am still not here for that one one way or the like i'm not advocating i i'm just saying it's this this is not the nba 
this is not Major League Baseball. This is not the NFL. The ramifications of performance-enhancing drug use in a performance art simulated combat is not the same as competitive sport. One would I one would argue because your body is reacting the exact same way. Your heart is pumping, your blood pressure is racing, oxygen levels are are increasing, decrease, CO2, O2, all that like your body is is actually thinking that it's actually working out. If that's why people train so they do so much cardio when they are professional wrestlers, they need to have wind. So and, I, and, I, and all all that goes to goes to the cardiovascular, and you know one hundred percent I'm playing devil's advocate when I'm saying all this. Yes, I do know yes. why. But <laughs> but I let me, but let me be very saying, clear in that. Yeah, allow me to be very clear that I do know why performance enhancing drugs are not a thing that you know should be in circulation. However, we know all the wrestlers we watch, everybody's not clean either. I'm merely asking the the lighthearted question: How much of a difference would it really make? <laughs> like if if Hangman Page did a six month cycle, how how much do you think it would really affect things? I don't I don't need to and see, that's, and that's tongue in cheek because yeah. it would be a completely different person. Yeah, I, in more ways than one. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> But let's say it's not steroids. Let's say it's not the mood, the mood enhancing, mood altering steroids. Let's say it's just a a a, hum, a growth hormone. Let, let let's say it, it uh, like Jungle Boy. Like Jungle Boy puts on an extra twenty five pounds out of nowhere. Is it gonna hurt him a lot? I mean, it could depending on how. It, how. it, it could again. <laughs> again, we know the answers to these questions. Like yes, extra twenty five pounds you, on his frame you're, might you're, hurt. You're not you're not helping your conversation here, Swab. <laughs> But my conversation is tongue-in-cheek bullshit. <laughs> we can we can stop it there then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can go ahead and park the car. I'm just saying. Skrrr! <laughs> you feel me? I'm just I'm just trying to get you to think. That's all. Oh, that's man. it. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I, I've thought about it long enough. <laughs> all right. Now so, that you've come to a decision, now we can move forward. Now, yes, indeed. Now, um, Lesnar. Monday night on uh, on Raw decides to bring the guns out. Him him and Heyman decide to start shooting slugs at Bobby Lashley. Had the nerve to say, "Knock knock, who's there?" Bobby, Bobby who exactly? I look. Lesnar and Heyman got busy. They they Did- were they were uh, heckle and Jekyll. Uh, <laughs> Boy. Uh, what, what's my, what's my name? The honeymooners. Uh, Ralph Kremen, <laughs> Ed Norton. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All of that. Like you, they were out there hitting the kid and play. Oh man, you name any duo, pre- Guru and Premier. <laughs> <laughs> name a better duo. I wait. They out there, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you, 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 we can go all day long. You can add you. <laughs> I, I thought Heyman and Braxton was gonna be the next one. Nah, it's Heyman and Lesnar. They they out there hitting the numbers and to the you point. You know what I'm saying? To, at Bobby Lashley and MVP's expense. And, and I was to say to the to the point to where Bobby Lashley MVP looked second rate, and you knew and you know their pedigree. They've been way more active over these last 15 years than Brock Lesnar has. They are with the shit at any time, all times, and obviously this was by design. 
Now, Suave and I are, are under the under the guys that there is, there's going to be some, there, or there must be some get back for Bobby Lashley. I think it's going to be Bobby Lashley and or MVP with with a one sided argument probably next week, just on some yes. 50 50 booking type shit. Wood, yes, Wood has played the 50-50 booking type uh, card. Let it play out. They'll trade. You know, this week it was Brock. Next week it'll be Bobby's time to shine. And then they'll have, you know, equal amounts of shine on the go home before the Royal Rumble. I am not as trusting of WWE. <laughs> Pencil pushers, listen to me. Because we, we, we've been here before. The campaign then doesn't begin for another two months, Suave. Continue. All I'm saying is, how many times have we been led astray? How All many times, times have we been lied to? All the to, times. To, exactly. To, <laughs> to wait this out, to let it play out. Let's see what happens. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck these kids. I want to see a dunk contest. <laughs> What's up, Issa Rae? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I am not here... I'm not here for your play it out moments. I want smoke every time that it is possible to have smoke. I want you setting forest fires through every episode. I want absolute anarchy. (laughs) You don't have the equity to play with my emotions or to string me out over weeks of television. You ain't that good anymore. You have two weeks had it not been had it not been an SEC championship rematch in the national championship game, you wouldn't have gotten out of me what you got. You have actually. Let me see how many weeks. I think you have two more weeks of Raw before the before the uh, the Rumble. And let me pull up my calendar real quick. My handy dandy notebook. One. Yeah, we have two more Mondays before Raw. I mean before uh, the the Rumble, which is Saturday the 29th in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Now. The only thing that gives credence to your argument is the fact I know MVP ain't gonna take no L. No. Especially no L sitting down. Especially no L in this moment where the spotlight is on him at the same time that it's on Paul Heyman. And the spotlight, the spotlight is bigger on MVP now, being out of the ring with a cane than it was when he was going through a losing streak. I be damned he don't show up and go off. (laughs) <laughs> and he might he might be a hair removed from from a shut the fuck up with live on the air. Why you bullshitting? I mean, at this point you need to hail Mary. <laughs> cause cause Brock went above and beyond the call of duty. You ain't heard Brock Lesnar put that many sentences together in a long time. Long time. time. And, and every and every one of them sentences has some smoke on it. And I was actually expecting because we we saw the I, I guess the implosion between uh, the tribal chief. Speaking of, have you acknowledged your tribal chief today? I have. There's your acknowledgement. Uh, and uh, and Paul Heyman on an episode of SmackDown when they were you know playing tug of war for Paul Heyman in the ring. And which I feel like that's gonna play. That's gonna play itself out into something kind of cool. But I I really hope that he plays both tables. He I, is. Yeah, I, 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 well, I, for the time he, he being, won't, he yeah, he won't play both tables openly right now. But at some point, you know, the reconciliation is going to happen, and that's how he's going to that's how he's going to fuck over Brock. But I don't want to spoil it for people who weren't thinking that far ahead. Well, you got to remember, it was it was about five years ago 
where Monday Night Raw was preempted due to a snowstorm and you had a one-on-one conversation between Roman Reigns and, and Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman live on Monday Night Raw from the studios in Stanford, Connecticut, I in which you that. knew, you knew Roman was going to be a Paul Heyman guy. There was lots of gems dropped from Paul Heyman in that where you knew he was going to be a Paul Heyman guy. So that that, that was what everyone thought was going to happen in WrestleMania 34. And now here, here we are. And you just gave us a dry finish. So hopefully, you know, come on, bro. <laughs> and and we're looking for a title unification. More than likely, it's going to happen at the granddaddy of them all, the grandest stage of them all. What, uh, I'm, what I'm anxious to see is, one, I'm anxious to see how we protect Bobby. Because Bobby is at work every week. I know Lesnar's entertaining. I understand his draw. But Lesnar is not a 300-day-a-year a, a performer. That shit is never going to happen again in life. Bobby is in every city, every week, 52 weeks a year. Not getting hurt. In the house shows. And yeah, God, exactly. And, and God forbid his paper-thin skin on his face is, and, and I'm not saying this as a slight, he's getting uglier by the week. Every week, the left side of his face is getting sliced open like a coconut. Bruh. He, put the cold press on there. Shit. <laughs> get get the la- get the laser surgeon on deck. You know what I'm saying. Get ready to get get these men's going. Get that color that color skin graph going here. Because the last thing we need to see is is Bobby Lashley's whole left side of his face bubbled up because of a, a, a genetic condition. But Bob Bobby carried the title. Bobby carried you through a great deal. Bobby of Bobby carried you. Bobby carried you. Period. Bo- Bobby's been car- carrying you through the pandemic times, and. I, I just feel like I want him because of that. If, no, if for no other reason, I want him taken care of a little better than what I saw on Monday. Leo now, Rush was sacrificed because of Bobby Lashley. These are these are conversations that you know the smart people have. We were relegated. We, we were relegated to <laughs> seeing him with Lana and a yes, in, a, in, a, in an on-screen cuckolding. Yeah. Yes, he suffered through being a bull on on WWE television. I I think we we owe Bobby just a little more respect than what happened on Monday. So for that reason, I am hoping I have hope that your version is the one that happens, and MVP and Bobby get to let off a clip next Monday. <laughs> And while while we're talking about clips and things that we can wait to see for for the Royal Rumble, cracks in the forbidden door, sir. What am I, I mean, talking about? Friday on SmackDown, it was announced in the middle of the pack of women that was that were named to be uh, c- competitors for this year's Royal Rumble. A recently released current Impact. Knockouts champion Mickey James will be there. Of course, she was only announced as WWE Hall of Famer, but thanks to the greatness that is Pat McAfee, Pat, Ma- Pat McAfee, you should be a pencil pusher. If you're not your honorary one, I'm saying that right now. He we'll, he stopped we'll, the presses. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see you when you get down here. He stopped the presses to let it be known that wait a minute, you don't understand the impact. Knockouts champion Mickey James is going to be at WrestleMania. The forbidden door has been kicked off the hinges. And you know that was on purpose. That that him saying that and saying it that way 
was 150% on purpose. It was not edited because there is a seven second delay. If Uh you go to the Fox replay of SmackDown, it's on there right now on Fox Now. The WWE social media team, shout out to you guys. Uh, They doubled down on it and made sure to tag Impact when speaking about uh, Mickey James. So it there's there's no playing down the fact that the Impact Women's no the Impact Knockouts Champion is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Now wait what, hold, gra- hold, hold on I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry to interrupt you. Let me also say this Saturday, which we completely forgot about we didn't forget we just ran out of time. Impact's uh, Hard to Kill pay per view, which was in Dallas, yep. featured um, Deanna Parazzo the challenger versus Mickey James in a street fight. No D mm-hmm. no DQ, which was a it was what I, I had a chance to actually watch that match. I need to go back and watch the whole pay-per-view. That may have been the greatest women's match in Impact history. Friday and, made Saturday a moot point. And so that the whole idea was is Mickey going to carry the belt past the pay-per-view since she's announced as the champion? And the answer to your question is, you damn skippy she is, because she's walking into Wrestle into uh, Royal Rumble probably with the title. Friday made Saturday a moot point. Once Mickey James was announced and and identified and recognized as the Impact Knockouts champion, you knew damn well she wasn't about to lose the title. And the steam off of that announcement the next day. There, there, there is no way the little dog lets that happen for the big dog. The only question you have now is, will she wear the belt on camera? That's that, the question that matters. I, when Mickie James makes herself available in the Royal Rumble match, will she wear the belt to the ring? My, here, here's how I answer that question. If they mention her more times between now and Rumble, it's one of the only things that make you care about the Rumble. Why wouldn't you? I'll do you one better. What happens every go home show? People fight. People fight. <laughs> especially, especially for the Royal Rumble. People yeah. fight, and you you see a preview of the Royal Rumble at every go home show. I don't want Mickey traveling to the go home show because I don't need COVID protocol stopping her from being in the Rumble. Mickey's going to be at SmackDown the night before the Rumble. Mark my you words. Think, you think? Mark my words. Her, Hashtag. I don't want her there. I don't want her there. Is SmackDown going to be in St. Louis? I don't. I don't want her there. Let's find out where SmackDown is going to be on the on the twenty eighth. Yeah, because we have the power <laughs> of the internet now. If it's in St. Where Louis, I don't will mind. Will SmackDown be? On January twenty eighth, yeah, I I say yeah, I lord. Yeah, I lord. Uh, Kansas City, close enough. Four hours down the highway. Okay, she'll be there. Yeah, right. It's just a short ride across I seventy. And if they didn't already have plans to have her there after this drop, she'll definitely be there. Man, shout out to our <laughs> homies in Stanford. We love you too. Um, we, we fucks with y'all. Not so, all y'all, but some of y'all. So this this begs questions. Oh, there's there's another piece of this too. Before we get to uh, Mister Mister Huffman, 
No, no, no. Wait, because there's there's still stuff with this women's Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. Keep it. Keep going. So the announcement of Mickey James buried the lead that the SmackDown Women's Champion will also be in the Royal Rumble. I forgot all about that. You're absolutely right. You know what happens when you're short-staffed? You get on the phone and you start calling people and you outsource. So now we have gotten to the point that SmackDown Women's Champion has shit else to do. Her challenger just said, screw you guys, I'm going home. Screw so you now, guys, I'm going <laughs> So instead of just creating another match, we're just going to put Charlotte in the Royal Rumble. To, and I guess she's either going to compete for the night off or compete to pick her opponent or just decide I'm going to do. We're going to have unification Sunday. So here, here's the deal. I know we're not going to get Sasha Banks. She's out. Luckily, we'll get her back for Mania. Oh, and the graphic they're currently showing is a 30 is a 30 woman Royal Rumble. They shot their wad on the Bella's return with Mickey James, with Charlotte Flair, and all the people they named. The Kelly Kelly. On, the graphic still only has 18 people in it. So you're it's a you're, lot of work between then and there. You're your number 29, if not your number 30, is gonna be Bailey. So we yeah, we talked about this last week. So that 18 at Bailey and Oscar, that makes 20. Ooh. I read about two other people that are spoilers, so I won't fuck that up for everybody. Uh, okay, so they're, they're not they're they're not super wild moments, but that's twenty two. Bailey, Oscar, so we're at twenty two. Uh, um, uh, so we need eight more. Yep. Um, Kyrie saying her. Uh, uh, I'm still I'm still not. I, I I really think I really think something's up with her. Uh, oh, she just went home. She went home to be with her family. Well, no, not not even so much that because she went out rough. She went out rough. I I, I think Nia Jax will be back. I can I can sort of I can see that. I, and I'm just again I think the bag is big enough for this. To me, to me, is gonna be in it. It, it, it just happens. And or was she already a part of the graphic? I think she was in the graphic. Yeah, she. Matter of fact, I know she was in the graphic. Naomi, I'm gonna say Naomi's gonna be in it. She was in the graphic too. Was she? Yeah. Huh, I don't think she was in the graphic. So, so, okay, if Naomi's in it, that means you're going to end up getting, um, what's her name? Uh, come on, dude. Smack, SmackDown uh, official. Oh, Sonya Deville. Yeah, because you're going to get the payoff. Because then when Sonya Deville enters the Royal Rumble. Let me see the graphic. Na- Naomi can put hands on her because she's not wearing the suit. Let me, let me see the graphic. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Women's Royal Rumble images. No, it is Oscar. I see Oscar's face on here. They just use her cutout. Blacked her out. Uh, I'm gonna tell you somebody else. I wouldn't be surprised to see. Yeah, yeah. Naomi is on here. Okay. Uh, Paige. I've seen some some stuff that kind of uh, you know leads itself to that. I wouldn't be that, shocked. That wasn't well, that wasn't one of your one of your other two, was it? No. Okay. Cool. No, no, no. Uh, one was one was one that you kind of won't even you won't bat an eyelash at, and the other one was like, <laughs> it's like oh. what? <laughs> the the other one we've seen recently. Okay. Um. Let's see. I don't see anybody that stands out here. They got rid of all the heat from NXT. Right. So, I mean, you might see Mandy Rose just to get the NXT Women's Champion on t- on camera. 
Uh, I like that, Mandy. Uh, uh, what 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 about uh, Eos Rai? Yep. Yeah, I, I I'd go with that because you haven't seen her. Have you seen her for a while? Nah, Kel Gonzalez. I don't see why she wouldn't be. She and she's got that. She's got the size for sure. Right. Um. Hold on, we got we got to be conservative here. We got 20, 23 from do, 45, do we do we have to be conservative? One, two, three, four, five, six. We got so we've got eight on here now. We need two more. Is Shotzi Blackheart on, on the graphic? Uh, yes. Okay. In uh, her green hair. Oh, Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair. Um, after Monday with Dewdrop getting the title shot, then those two are going to be in the rumble. I thought Dewdrop was still in the. Uh, no, no, she's in the match. Like, okay, so there you go. Yeah. Liv and Bianca, and Bianca, I, I already said she has to go into the into the uh, the Royal Rumble because she's a record holder. You you can't. It's, it's like having it's like having a Royal Rumble without Kane. I mean that's super cool and all, and I know she's gonna be in the Royal Rumble, but in no way is that reasoning to ensure that she's there, considering who we're dealing with. Considering what you did to her the first year she was in the Rumble, sure it is. That, that what the treatment, sir, the, tr- the treatment of, of Bay- uh, the treatment of Bianca Belair in the Royal Rumble is similar to that of Big Show's heel turns. Then you turn around and do SummerSlam. So <laughs> a- again. <laughs> Who are we Whoa. dealing with? And I, and I do realize they're going to go the forced contrived route of eventually we're going to get to WrestleMania and by hook or crook is going to be Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. And Bianca's going to win. However, number one at this point, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> after, after what you did at SummerSlam and then how you handled it, handled it in subsequent months, and and episodes of Raw and pay-per-views going forward after that, I don't give a fuck how this plays out. Number one. Number, <laughs> Number two, two. <laughs> I will continue not to give a fuck unless Bianca beats Big Time Bex in 26 seconds or less. If this is not a flat squash, I will not give any fucks. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been a Stead Talk. <laughs> I will scroll Instagram the entire time that match is happening. Now, before we go to the men's side of this, do you predict anybody from the Forbidden Door to come through besides Mickey James on this one, on the Women's Royal so, Rumble? So the so the water cooler talk around the internet says that the WWE is looking into an unexpected Forbidden Door entrant. Which got us to thinking more than likely this is either someone from Impact or this is someone from AEW. You already got a- Impact with because you got your Impact Women's Champion. No bigger yeah. name. The you, door's already open. Yeah, you can't get a bigger name than their champion. And you do have some former WWE talents signed to their roster. So you have W. Morrissey. Yep. You have, um, you know, Rhino. You have Heath Slater. Um... Who else? All uh, going by Brian. variations of their names, by the way, with the exception of Morrissey. Yeah, Brian Myers. You've got a Matt oh, Cardona. Rich, Matt Cardona, Rich Swan. Ah. So you even, you know that ain't. I'm just saying that's yeah. on the list of people that used to work there, but now that ain't gonna happen. Well. <laughs> and then and then you have the ever present idea that Moose 
because he's thrown out some challenges to Roman Reigns that Moose would be in the Royal Rumble, which would probably be a kind of cool moment. There was a promo that he cut, and he says, quote, I claim to be the wrestling god. He claims to be the head of the table. With all this forbidden door talk, what if Roman Reigns? I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a great way to try to talk yourself into some money. Or, As I, or it's a hell of a way to, to railroad your ass into nothing ever in life again. Hey, look, at this point, you got to shoot your shot. You you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. However, <laughs> what I did say in response to this that promo once, you know, it, it got, got um, brought to my attention. It's this whole saying, a dog can bark at the moon for his entire life and no one will ever care. If the moon barks back, we the got dog action. is famous. <laughs> we got action. <laughs> and then and then the moon is not as special anymore. Uh. <laughs> so all I'm saying is keep barking. No one's going to bark back. But it doesn't mean you won't be hurt. That's <laughs> so all I'm saying. <laughs> that's so old. That's old. That's old. That, that's old man with a pocket knife uh, plugging out his teeth. That are bad game right there while drinking whiskey. Look, all I'm saying is like that's a mason jar full of moonshine talking to you right there. Bro. But with this whole forbidden door shit, so obviously it's not going to be anybody from MLW. So I can I can later rest my my idea about Jacob Fatu, bro. That that's that's the most painful part of this whole shit. There was a video that Rikishi posted on uh, his Instagram that had everybody named Fatu not signed to WWE in the ring at the same time. And it's not everybody named Fatu that's in the wrestling business because there are more that are coming. It's a literal gang. Gang. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. That, I should have been better on the draw with this one. I don't oh, know why I you're sleeping. Gang, gang shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean a whole lot. <laughs> a whole. Uh, notice that one was louder than any other one. It's the best best way I could I could land that plane for you. It's a not whole one, lot of fucking not, gang shit. Not one, but two scoops of gang shit. It's all of them. It's all the gang shit. Oh, <laughs> like bro. it's your gang against this fam- a family of Samoans. I hope you brought artillery. Oh man, I, I mean, cause they gonna they gonna get you. They gonna they gonna right. get you with in, in in primitive ways. They gonna get you. So I can lay that to rest. There's nobody from MLW that's gonna be coming through the forbidden door. Um, the New Japan conversation seems like that died when Kano's got active and told everybody's business. So I wouldn't suspect necessarily anybody from New Japan. But then again, I mean, I don't know how desperate Stanford is right now. I don't know if there's that, because you, you obviously have 30 men. What you need is a reason to make the Rumble special again. This is, your, this is your first time having a full crowd back for the Rumble in three years. You you are right about that. You are absolutely correct. 2020 was the last time. Yep. So, which well, leads two, Well, two us, years. My math is off. Two years. No. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, because, okay, I, that's right. Because they got they, everything I shut down. I'm, I'm going back to Broken Pencil. Everything got shut down in March yes. of 2020. So, they yeah. Tried to, they tried to railroad IMOC. Yeah. And that was the the rumble that was in Houston. 
Yes, and that's when um, you know Corbin wasn't happy or broke yet. Uh, wrestling Roman Reigns, and then that's when the Edge came back. <laughs> he, he, but, was, um, he wasn't a bum ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, bro, like if they had if they had slow played it the way we said and the way I booked, we'd we'd be ready for some money right I'm now. I'm telling you, episode thirty. Go back and listen to me talk that shit on episode thirty. He, we were we were turning the corner right around Royal Rumble 2020, and right after that shit, that shit flew right off the fucking train tracks. That can't be episode thirty. That I'm telling you. I'm telling nah, you. That was the that, that was the one that was that was that was done on location. I know for a fact it's episode thirty. When I was talking that shit about when you hate somebody so much, you know something great's about to happen to him. That was episode thirty. Go back. Do, do your googles. Was he bum ass Corbin then? Nah, he was just. He, he okay. was, nah, he was. You were just. You were just pro- prognosticating about his future. Yep. Okay. Yep. That nice. was. Uh, that, I believe that was uh, Bennigan's manager Corbin. Oh God! <laughs> you mean you took her to bend again, and she did not bend again? So that forbidden door talk leads us to what you know, Jacksonville, because quiet is kept for everybody who's picking sides and 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 acting like the Hatfields and McCoys about this shit. AEW and WWE do have a positive relationship about some things. WWE had reached uh, apparently. Uh, had re- has reached out about using some talents for uh, documentary stuff. Adam Cole being one of them, right? Uh, which we've seen. We also go ahead. I would assume Dustin and Cody probably have some something that they would be included. I'm, in. I'm sure that there's some agenda there with one of them. I think uh, I think Dustin's more the professional than Cody is in this instance. Even though Cody's an executive. I think that executive card and executive privilege gets thrown into play with, with him. I, I could be wrong. Daniel Bryan, I mean, I don't see any reason he wouldn't go back and, you know, sit down for an interview for a DVD. Bryan Danielson has done nothing but praise, uh, give kudos to WWE for doing the right thing for him health wise as Bryan Danielson. I mean, sorry, as Daniel Bryan, rather. And, uh, and he, he credits WWE a lot for his time there. Um, they did show him they, t- they taught him a lot about his wrestling style while there because Brian Danielson and Daniel Bryan are two completely different wrestlers yes absolutely and then you know the, the card that's already been played before Chris Jericho came back and did Broken Skull Sessions so, so it's not above the it's not outside the realm of possibility that that's who, who the guy is and this is when Jericho was actually fresh off of his, of his title, uh, title reign as AEW champion Right. This is way before it got pa- really bad pander-wise. However, um, Dr. Dr. Booker T. Huffman <laughs> uh, put out a clinical study. And in, the, in this clinical study... Booker Huffman is not a doctor, by the way. Shit. He, 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 he put a medical chart out on this. In his medical report and his diagnosis, he led the conversation saying that there is a possibility that if this air quotes forbidden door surprise is Chris Jericho, there is a huge possibility that he gets booed off the property. There's also the possibility that if you do a pay-per-view in the Midwest, any time of the year, that a tornado could take that motherfucker out. 
Welcome to the Midwest. Let me give you yeah. the let me give you the exact quote. I have it in my hand. Let's think about this for a second. Jericho's ass may even uh, booed out of the building. May even be booed out of the building. Mm-hmm. Coming to a WWE arena. We don't know what would happen. We do not know what's going to happen if something like that was going to happen right now. I would not want to test the waters on something like that right now, me personally. So, are you planting seeds? Because everybody and their mother knows Judas. Judas was the number one song prior to Chris Jericho using it in AEW because he used it in fucking New Japan. While he came to WWE, while signed to New Japan. Are you fucking kidding me? I check this out. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you a question, and this question is gonna lead a lot into my position on this. How long is the the gap between entrance into the Royal Rumble? <laughs> Ninety seconds. Okay. How long does Chris Jericho's entrance take? Does Jer- Chris Jericho's entrance take when they're singing that song? When they're singing the song, maybe three minutes. So, the biggest part of Chris Jericho being there is the fact that you're going to have a stadium be able to sing this song. I don't care what he does in the ring. I don't care what number he comes out. If, in fact, the Forbidden Door surprise is Chris Jericho... The biggest part of him being a part of the Royal Rumble begins and ends with the 90 seconds that take place after his number is called. I'll do you one better than that. You can give him his Y2J music. You and can start off with you can start off with the with the the Y2J 10 second countdown. And the crowd is still break the walls down, break down the walls. In a minute, you see. If you him? play that song, they're gonna boo. Yes. <laughs> if, if, you, if you don't, if you don't allow, because here's the thing. Again, here's the thing. Here's the when thing. you're at when you're at the Royal Rumble, it's very much like being at WrestleMania. One, it's a stadium show, so there are a lot more people in a concentrated area. Two, Daryl, because it's a big five pay per view and it's a destinations. Uh, spot for wrestling fans, and it's you're easily one of the most favorite pay per views. My my personal favorite. My, it's Christmas. It's Christmas to us. Exactly. You're gonna get more of the not so much brand loyalist fan. You're gonna get wrestling fans. You're gonna get you know the smart marks mixed up. You're not gonna have so many of the brand loyalty loyalist brand loyalist and um, families of four that you would typically get at a Raw or SmackDown per se. You know what I'm saying? So it's not going to be so WWE only heavy. You're going to have fans there that watch everything and they're going to treat it like a cool moment if they get to sing Chris Jericho's music. Now, if they don't get to sing Judas (laughs) at a WWE event, the the minute he shows his face, they're going to boo the shit out of him. That that's the only if 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 there was if there was any cap to what Booker T was saying, it was because he didn't incorporate that fact right there. Are you familiar with America's Center? 
the no. Dome at America Center in St. Louis. No, no, not. It used to be known as the TWA Dome, the American Airlines uh, Dome, also the Edward Jones Dome. It's the former home of the St. Louis Rams for football games that hold 67,000. And I've been inside that thing in its heyday when it when only 40 to 50,000 people were there. And it was loud when the Rams were losing. And for a wrestling event, you're not going to sell it out. You, St. Louis has a metro cap of about 3 million people and you're not going to sell out a, a arena that can hold 67,000 for football which you know they pack more seats ringside and tape off the top so that way people get a better viewing experience for a wrestling event that's still going to get you 35 you, to 40,000 seats you, you'll, paper, you'll paper some of the difference but definitely not enough to, to reach capacity and if you're talking about suites with all the suites and if you if you fill everything up to fire code standards that place can hold over 80,000 well we ain't necessarily doing that kind of business creatively to, to even we back to 1997 getting the Alamo Dome and being Th- thankful this, that we can fill up three quarters of it this is true which is also why I'm surprised they didn't go for the Alamo Dome again because they had a nice turnout the last time they were in San Antonio for the Royal Rumble Bidding wars are bidding wars, fam. You can't just keep going to the same spot. This is probably the only time you actually had a chance to get Randy Orton in uh, at home prior to retirement, because um, he he's been in the ring. He's he's been with WWE what nineteen years? Mm-hmm. No, actually, this is twenty years this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you should look for him to have something big to do sometime this year. Yeah. So my question is this: You get Judas out there. There's only one of two numbers he can get pulled. One or two. That's it. You could br- you could bring him at thirty and it'd be fun. Cause then you, at that point you don't have to worry about the ninety seconds between him and the next entrant. You give him enough time to where they can you know fuck around, which is exactly the same thing with one and two, but. You know, there, there's that, and and the reason I say the crowd will boo him not because they hate him, because they don't, uh, because that's be, what that's what has, that's what he's known for now. And if and if they can't get their yeah. mo- their chance to have their moment, if you don't give us a moment, we're gonna make one. So if you don't let us sing the song, we're gonna make a moment by shitting on what you did. <laughs> he bitch, we're gonna boo him. Un- <laughs> We're gonna boo him unmercifully because you didn't let us do what we wanted to do. You funky, you funky hoe. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, all right, cool. You ain't gonna play my record. I'm finna flip your table over. <laughs> it's it's that type of energy. So it's not that they hate Chris Jericho, even though he is not what he once was, or you feel like you know his this character is pandering a little bit too much to, you know trying to keep himself over in the name of getting other people over it's the stadium equivalent of leaving you on red <sighs> yeah <laughs> so there's very there is absolutely very much a chance that this could go terribly wrong if he is the guy so we are gonna take the liberty of making a mixtape of people that it could and or should be <laughs> let go 
my number one pick. My number one, my number one pick has already been eliminated by this, this by this damn show. That's Jacob Fox. <laughs> Look, that was both. That was both our number one picks. So just de- deal in reality. Just forget every, forget Hammerstone. Forget all of those possible entries that would be absolutely great. Just keep hitting the buzzer. No one from MLW will be involved in this whatsoever. And and if so, if. If by some strange stroke of genius that it, that that this is all a swerve, I swear, the next episode that we do after January the 29th will be mind you freaking mental. Boy, <laughs> I guarantee. I guarantee you. If you we, think if, we went stupid after Hell in a Cell 2019, if we see one MLW talent, we're gonna be apologizing for epi- for this episode here. But we going ape shit. I guarantee it. That said, say, <laughs> bruh, and it, and it's gonna be in Black History Month too. Listen, you you're not ready. <laughs> Off the top rope. But look, okay, my number one pick, and this is absolutely who I 100% think it should be, and it will be the best for both places. It would continue an underlying storyline, and I think it's the best thing for business. Okay, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. MJF, I like it. it. MJF being the forbidden door entrant into the into the Royal Rumble is exactly what it should be, because one, he's a heel. Two, he's been talking about I potentially would leave. He's basically been doing 1997 Rob Van Dam. If I'm not going to be appreciated here, I'll go be appreciated elsewhere. He's been perpetuating hatred for WWE. Oh, sorry, hatred for AEW at the expense of WWE uh, during his promos against CM Punk. So that makes a lot of sense. The um, extra footage that you can film and take back and possibly use at AEW or at the very least on the internet. The possibilities of that alone are enough to send MJF. Then, with him being the type of heel he is, he can get eliminated on some bullshit and you won't be mad that he didn't win the Rumble. Now, the way this storyline is going with with him and Jericho, uh, the pinnacle consists of MJF, uh, Sean Spears, Wardlow, and uh, Tully Blanchard and FTR. And FTR is out the way with Tully Blanchard. They they got their own thing going. They got issues with them boys. I don't think they'd go back though either. Well, I, that remains to be seen. But we'll, I mean, I mean, it doesn't okay. it, it, it doesn't make sense for them to. But like I said, it remains to be seen. That you, you tried to dress them up like clowns, and now you beefing with their homie. <laughs> oh shit! So now Wardlow. After last night's uh, ramp, uh, rampage, last night's dynamite is uh, super pissed, super super pissed. After getting rolled up, after giving CM Punk seven power bombs and one through a table. My God, yeah, Punk is really hurting right now. I'm, I'm sure of it. But uh, you think th- Wardlow's on that mixtape list? Um, I would, I would, he. F- Fits the mold. I don't think he's on the mixtape list. I'm gonna tell you who I think else could, could come out of ML, out of AEW on that list in a second. But MJF, uh, I'm looking at the, the card for Revolution. Well, or the date it's on March the sixth. So even if Sean Spears is next week, MJF may get Wardlow the week after that, and then that same weekend is uh, is the Rumble. MJF could also say the fuck out the way that last week, the week after Sean Spears and uh, 
Yeah, he could cut the promos on AEW TV. Hey, I got other business I'm tending to right now. I I, I got I got something else to do. Yeah, <laughs> and just play it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in St. Louis Saturday. Oh, I'm gonna be in the Midwest Saturday. Like, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like I'm gonna catch a was it like a St. Louis Blues game or uh, some shit like that? Yeah, some some real slick. Yeah, just you know, some something slick. Um, now, now I tell you who I do think is, is going to come out of here. The man with that? the man with seemingly no home, and we've talked about him for doing nothing, and all of a sudden he pops up tonight, seemingly doing nothing. Uh, and he he deserves to be on WWE TV before his career ends at least once, and that's Jay Lethal. That, okay, that's that's some kind of cool shit, like. Yeah, that's one of those like smart marks of the world rejoice. I don't know if it's a big enough splash entrant for WWE to say yes that we want that. It, it, I tell you one thing, it won't cost him a whole hell of a lot. That's not a slight either. They're gonna have to pay out for him because he's a legend. No doubt he's a legend. Um, but it's gonna be one of those things. It's like oh my god to us, but to the the. The people in that stadium and the WWE audience as a whole, probably not as impactful until they realize who Jay Lethal is. All of them may not know at the time. Because to be be a Forbidden Door entrant that actually matters and is going to be impactful and a surprise, it's got to be someone, one, that you know their entrance music. Ooh, that eliminates Jay Lethal right there. Unless, Dang. unless, unless you bring him Black Machismo, Jay Lethal. That they're not they're not gonna crate dig that far. Now, Luke, <sighs> Bruce Pritchard, Bruce Pritchard did spend some time at TNA. He does know about Jay Lethal, so it's not completely out of the realm of, of possibility. But I don't think they dress him up as Black Machismo because you have to give him airtime to understand why Black Machismo is a thing. And that's a smart that's a smart mark thing that's that's why you would have graves on the stick for that one but again uh, oh oh there's there's one Corey that's graves not door, that's not a forbidden door entry it is, gonna it work is. The, he's gonna work the coveted jerry lawler uh royal rumble spot <laughs> take off His the headset music, jump in yeah take off the headset get in the ring get knocked back out and then finish the match <laughs> finish commentating the match that is yes jbl's done it Jerry Lawler's done it. Booker Byron T. Saxton's done it. Booker, Booker T's, T's done, done it. it. Uh, even even Cole's done it. I think, and I think everybody you named except for Saxton has done it uh, at the at the forty man Royal Rumble. The entire announce desk hopped into the Royal Rumble that year. I do remember that. <laughs> I think I think Jim Ross was the only one that, that didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jr. said, "Fuck you. I'm not doing that." Uh, who else we I'm got? Not go- I'm not going over a top rope. Um, <laughs> uh, Jericho's on the list, obviously, because you know. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That, the fact, though, that he 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 leads the list. That's the easy play. Um, Brian Danielson. Well, I mean, why not? His wife is going to be there, right? Um, he spoke he spoke glowingly of WWE on his way out. He's enough of a name that if you heard his music, it would it would be a big deal. It's you get a, you get one final yes chant on WWE television. What uh, 
what what's your what's your boy uh, Jonah? Nope. You don't think so? Again, the criteria. Like you could get him as an entrant, but we're talking about the wow factor of like Big- you're creating a moment, bringing back Jonah, who never debuted on WWE television. Right. He was an he he was an NXT guy. This is, this is we know he's dope and we know he's killing shit right now. Uh, he literally, he's murking. Yeah, mother. literally. When the when the okay. We're looking for the forbidden door entrant that gives you that AJ Styles at number three moment. Okay, I, I got a I got a good one for you. I got a good one for you. He won't Please last that. that long. He he might be there long enough for you to get pissed when he gets eliminated. But the 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 bloom is off the rose on this one, and I think it's perfect time. I really think you get W Morrissey back as cast, but I'm not, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Enzo. I think I think he, it's time. Either one of those. That's a that's enough of a wow moment. Wait, Either it, one of those. But Enzo specifically. Yes, en- Enzo is the hot button. Yeah, you, you break glass with Kaz. Enzo's the yeah. one. Yes, so, I, I'm I'm hundred percent in, in agreement with that with Enzo. Um, looking at AEW's roster, who else makes sense? Um. You know who who really on the cool would be like an old shit moment? Sting. <laughs> Especially uh, all the considered. Yeah, that that would be. Yeah. What if you got? Nah, he's too. He, he it, it just he he would just look dwarfed on TV on WWE TV. Yeah, okay. sixty-seven thousand seat arena. And you got all these mammoth manhood paws in the ring. <laughs> Jesus, Darby Allen. I, I, if you're gonna have Sting, I mean, Dar- Darby skateboarding down. Doom, 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 I mean, doom, doom, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. The crowd would pop for Darby. Boy, he would get to do, would get to do some <laughs> of that speedball shit. <laughs> and he would actually. Pop. That's that's not a, that's not a bad one. I, I I don't I don't hate that. The ent- the entrance alone makes it worth it. The problem is he's you know he's not going to win. You know who ain't I mean, no one can't look. No one coming through the forbidden door is gonna win shit, but a paycheck. Make make that totally understood. You could get Kenny fucking Omega to come through that forbidden door. He ain't winning shit. The best you can hope for is a face off with Seth Rollins. It would be really nice. I tell you, somebody who. even WWE fans would pop for if they saw him. The only problem is you won't see him simply because he's too enthralled in his tag team shit, and that's Jay Briscoe. Yeah, that's another one of those. That's like a that's a deep cut. That's a that's a crate digger thing. Like Gen Pop is not gonna pop for that, and that's what WWE is looking for. Yeah, we as wrestling fans are looking at the Forbidden Door and looking like, what's the most obscure thing we can see? Like what's what's the most obscure record we can put together? Is it it's like um, give me a, an Alchemist beat with cuts from DJ Premier, but the MC is Lil Wayne. Okay, All right. like ob- obscure. Yeah, and not like regular Wayne, like Wayne Wayne, 
like uh, a, 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 a Millie Wayne. No, 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 no. Like, not a Millie Wayne. No, 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 no. That that guy's ranked a little higher than than the guy I'm gonna be talking about. <laughs> like some somewhere between no ceilings Wayne and intro to DJ Drama's album Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. That Wayne. That ignorant motherfucker. Him. <laughs> The Martian. That's, that, yeah, that's what, what crate diggers like when we're picking these really obscure names. That's kind of what we're shooting at. WWE wants the Timberland record with just Justin Timber. They want the Timberland record with Justin Timberlake on the hook, and they don't care who's rapping. They what? want the pop hit. Um, we so we got MJF, Jay Lethal, Jericho, Danielson, Enzo, Sting. What about the what are your thoughts on either EC3 or um, Adam Sure? We brought up Adam Sure on the last episode. That's one of those that probably makes a little sense. Uh, I'm not in on EC3 being there, even though his gimmick kind of fits. The but gimmick you're not gonna fits g- to a T. But you're not going to give him the mic time to get it over in front of that crowd. You're just not. Because EC3 is a little long-winded for one. And two... That's too much real estate. Uh, Gallows and Anderson, been there, done that. But why not? Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, I'm, I'm good. I wish it was in ring shape, but I would say D'Lo would be perfect. D'Lo Brown. Yeah. That, again, that's another one of those. Like that's for us. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm looking. I'm looking through the uh, through the the list. Um, Super Max would be dope if he actually had a. Uh, memorable uh, music that that's more of a benefit for the talent not i'm looking at this from the perspective that i'm not even considering them if wwe's not going to gain something because i know that's how they're looking at it and 100 percent. so like um so uh, so let's let's go around then uh, now, Kenny Omega would be one of those names that I would put on a mixtape like that. Like that's a wow moment. I nobody expects Kenny Omega to win. And hey, if you book it for Kenny Omega to make it to the final four, it does so much for both. Cause now everybody is gonna it's one of those, bro, you gotta call your homies like, hey, are you watching? <laughs> it's that's literally that's one that's of those where, like you shit. actually yeah. you try to communicate with people in real time to make sure that they're, they're seeing this. It's gonna make AEW look that much better because their former world champion made it to the final four. Your your, your, makes- your team is down by six. The defense recovers a fumble on on their on the opponent's one with three seconds left in the game. That part you have to see the <laughs> ending, even though you know that's a moment where you can suspend disbelief. Because you don't know, oh shit, what if they do it? What if, what if? The whole idea of of one of the Forbidden Door entrants is to think, what if? Let them end up in the final four. So for that reason, Kenny Omega is probably my second favorite choice. And I'm not, you know I'm not the biggest Kenny Omega fan. No, not at all. But this makes perfect sense in this situation. Plus we get to see Don Callis in a pink ass suit. <laughs> Now you're not gonna get that ex- ex- extra long intro that Kenny Omega gets, but you hear his music hit. That that's that's an AJ esque moment. 
Let's see here. I'm, I'm born in New Japan. What if you got the uh, Kaz Okada? Is that is that album is that too deep of an album cut? Uh, yes and no. Like he he because of his matches with Kenny Omega that you know hit Sports Illustrated and all that. He's gotten some American press, so it's one of those where if if WWE makes a big deal of it, then it'll be a big deal. If they don't, if they don't really, um, if they don't play into who Okada is, then it's more like uh, when Tenru was in the Royal Rumble. I really hate. Um, I really hate that they that Okada took the new belt and is trying to brand the new belt as the belt. But you know, hey, he's, he's just trying to do right by what the company's wishes. Which is exactly why he's company, is exactly why he's champion. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Uh, shit, Eddie Kingston is on strong. Wow. I would absolutely love if Eddie Kingston was in the Royal Rumble. Um, because he's a guy that you wouldn't expect to win, but it's gonna be cool to see him there. And it, yeah, especially th- with the shit he had been talking about WWE, it's like you wouldn't see that coming as a curveball. He, I think he's too much of a straight shooter. Um, I think he's professional enough to handle it, but I, I think it might be the only time they ask him to come. Um, that for that reason, I think that's the whole a, point. It's a one-off. Now, I, obviously, it's not the same wow moment as what I just pitched with Kenny Omega, but that's my sleeper. What What about? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig I'm gonna dig here for this one. First off, I'm gonna say Moxley. I was just thinking the exact same thing. That was gonna be my closer. And I just thought about him. And I would love it as Moxley, not as Dean Ambrose. But stranger things have happened. Um, I don't. Uh, they may use the name John Moxley on television, but they're gonna be, you know, John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose. Yeah. They're gonna get their intellectual property off. Yeah, no over. doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but that would be the shit, though. I say, I'm gonna tell you who I haven't seen on TV in a long time over there. And rumor was a, a while ago that he was coming stateside, and this may be one of those entries into WWE that you may not recognize as being someone that's uh, someone that is some kicking through the forbidden door. And that's bad luck, Fale. That's another digging in the crazy moment. It may, it may, it may be, but it may also may be the announcement of him signing with WWE. This, that's just me thinking, though. Now, um, if you can get him and Finn Balor and AJ Styles Finn, yeah. all in the ring at the same time, yep. Then, then there's a moment. If you can get a Bullet Club, uh, a Bullet Club, a mini Bullet Club invasion. That might be enough. Get everybody in the ring at one at one point to throw up the. Uh, yeah, get as many up, as you can. Yeah, the throw the throw up the throw up the two sweet real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll I'll kind of go for that. Um, of course Moose is on this tape because you know Moose is Moose. Um, the the deepest cut I could find that everybody would recognize even though you won't have the music to go with it is switchblade jay white he seemed to be a favorite right now 
Oh, if you're gonna go deep cuts like that, then I know who you can get, but you wouldn't just because of, of how they're gonna look standing up against the other people in the ring. Suzuki? No, no, no. I'm not. This, I'm not making a joke. Oh, okay. Jonathan Gresham. So I thought about that too. Um, the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, like that's a wild thing. That is, that would be a wild moment. But man, he would. You talking about being dwarfed? He would look like Rey Mysterio without a mask. He's, yeah, like he's Mysterio size. He's smaller than Chad Gable. And that that just the only way to hit that even looks good is if you have like him, him in the if, ring with Chad Gable and if, uh, and Darby Allen all at the same time. They like one, if, two, and three. If you would give me Chad Gable and and Jonathan Gresham to start off the Royal Rumble at one and two, I'd be happy. You get ninety seconds of pure wrestling, no pun intended. That's all I want. That's it. That's all I want. You you can five five inches later you can throw Gresham over the top rope. Fine, but you got the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion on WWE television, and he got to spar with an Olympian. Man. Count this money. <laughs> just, just run it, just run it all the way up. Price just went up. Yeah, just, but yeah. If there's somebody we missed, or somebody you feel like you know would be a, a really big shock or a big surprise for the Forbidden Door, let them know where they they can hit us up at. Short brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com. That's at brokenpistolbc on all things social. So that's brokenpistolbc on what? Everything. 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 Let's see here. I already said mark my words. I also said actually, oh yeah, we said with the shit. Uh Broken Pistol Logic, you can't write this. Uh fuck the casual fan and price just went up. Uh, yeah, price just went up. That those are the hashtags. And on that note, you can hit replay on this and uh, go back and argue with your mama. And uh while we do that, oh, oh, oh shit, I'm tripping tripping. I know one thing before I want to before I hit this 10 bell salute I do want to drop this real quick this has been on my mind for a while to do this and we we usually do this anyway ad nauseum um there's been some songs that we need to play um I got one for next week um but the one for this week it's uh man let me let me drop this volume down there's only one way we can we can go out with this one before we hit the ten bell salute. We used to play in tunes in this bitch, and we ain't did it in a while, and I don't know why, but uh, it's only fitting we go out with this shit right here. So, Suave, before I do the honors, take us to the house. Pencil pushers, heads up, pencils down. Fucking jump shot wet Same outfit every day like a cartoon Uh, they'll never find you in a shark suit And there will never be a part two Shit, you're looking at some motherfucking art, boo Two punch from the inhaler Got me feeling like Lawrence Taylor Two 
bruises on the cheek for my tailor I got the soul of an Amazon healer Better be sure to put them cameras on Turn dreams into real shit Yeah, I might be sick Sitting courtside, I'm likely lit Draw blood, I'm already made But little man will cut your face like wedding cake These fucking uh, bowler matches, the first round is fucking terrible. I mean, what were you expecting? I was expecting them to not shoot shoot away the main events in the first round. Oops. Considering I had never heard bowler spoke out unless it there was an E in front of it. Um, oh, wow. They probably had to shoot their wad early just to get you to care. Not, well... Diehard wrestling fans for years have cared about Bola because this is true. Because this this may be true because However, hard body wrestlers care about Bola. Not denying it whatsoever, and yes, your key phrase: diehard. You know we say fuck the casual fan, but if you're just not, it's not casual. If you're just trying to expand the people that actually watch your product. Like actual other hardcore wrestling fans that may not be familiar. Same way Game Changer Wrestling's doing now. Like they're moving into other markets trying to expand their their radius. Which I got the list by the Seems way. Seems like if you if you wanted to drum up some some buzz on the internet, you would have a tournament and you would have a whole bunch of like knockdown drag out main event levels in the first round, so it gets people to care. Chances oh, are on my shit. timeline, I would not have seen anything about Bola had this tournament not been constructed this way. Bro, did you hear about what's happening at WrestleCon? Uh, no. 
besides another outbreak. <laughs> New Japan Strong is doing a TV taping at the Fairmont Hotel. during. Oh, yeah, I did. I did see that. I did see that. So, yeah, everybody's here. Everybody's doing a show. Yeah. Outbreak. And I feel kind of fucked up not wanting to go to all this shit. Like, I, I feel bad that I like I really want to go to support Lou because I know gang is going to be there. But I'm scared, bro. It's like I've never been more scared, and I was scared when yeah. this shit first cracked two years ago. You you feel me? And and you're you full full vax? No, nah, I, I I canceled the uh, the the boost. Still, I mean, you got <laughs> you have your you got your license plate. Yes, yes. <laughs> You got you got you got uh registration and insurance. You have your tags. But yeah, like it's it's bad enough if you were just gonna go all these different places with the population we have here now. You talking about motherfuckers that flew in, drove in to avoid having to quarantine one way or the other. It's gonna be a lot of strange in this concentrated area. <laughs> It's going to be overseas strange. It's going to be domestic strange. It's just, it's, look, re- the wrestling community is already unique. So then you take that and multiply it by WrestleMania weekend. And then you stick these people at all these different events. And you know AEW is going to come here and do something. <clears throat> New Japan's at the Fairmont. Uh, WrestleCon. Uh, of course, you know Impact's gonna be here trying to do something. Ring of Honor's doing their relaunch. It's like part of me feels like, damn. As Tony Snow is, would say, we're one of the top wrestling podcasts in the world, and bitch, I ain't going to a third of this shit. <laughs> oh, like man. dead ass. Like I'm not going to a third of this shit. Like. You might could convince me to go to Ring of Honor, and that's after I see the card. Yeah. New Japan is more just to say, say some cool shit like we went. AEW maybe, but I ain't willing to pay them that markup. Plus, I, I'm not thrilled about sit, sitting anywhere in the vicinity of that type of fan. <laughs> toxic as fuck. Yeah, toxic <laughs> as fuck, and like, like a fuck, like five thousand comic book guys in one spot. <laughs> the comic comic book guy specifically from The Simpsons, <laughs> like five thousand. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Worst show ever. ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not too thrilled about that. And like, it's gonna be like seventy thirty mask. Because once motherfuckers come here and realize they don't have to wear one. It's wide open. That's it's gonna be. That's literally what I'm dealing with right now with this whole school situation. They about to feel. They gonna even if it's virtually. Cologne. They gonna smell my cologne. I ain't got time for that. Y'all holding us up, up. Y'all holding us up. The little boy man. Yeah, we ain't got time for this shit. Like what number the clown ass motherfucker? Fuck y'all. Let's go. I feel like the Briscoe is gonna end up hosting a tape for me because that is hilarious. But oh. hey, oh Nicole, did you ever hear the um, Cornette kind of pitched FTR doing this to to the Young Bucks when they came in? Like that's how he would have booked the Young Bucks to come in. 
Like, or that's how we, he would have booked FTR to come in versus the Young Bucks, cutting promos like that, and then literally, literally show up and kick their ass. Well, considering the truck that Dax, Uncle Dax, drove up into the first couple of uh, like tapings that they were on, that's the energy that they should have came with, like without question. Like, but cutting these promos first, and that, then they yeah, set up. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like that, you can't drive a truck. That's that's American badassery. That truck is American badassery at, at the highest level. You can't you can't introduce that uh, the, that tag team with that truck and not have any energy behind it. You bring you bring them in. First thing you see is the truck, and then you see Dax's ball head. Like, yes, I, I mean I, I told I totally agree, but you know who end up shooting that shit down? But who the Bucks? A mu- yes, of course, bitches. Well, duh. <laughs> Living rent free in some ho shit. Oh, oh man. All right. But, uh, go ahead. But FTR would have been in a much better position now as, had it gone that way with them versus what they've been through now. Like, they're not even the tag champions and they have the best tag team program, period. Yep. Like this is a pay per view match. They like you would literally pay for pay per view just to see this. Like this is old school CM, boxing. CM match. Punk's return match. We we shell we happily shelled out that money just to see how what would happen with CM Punk. The rest of the card was kind of a bonus, but you bought the pay per view for one match. Yeah, like this I is this buy, this is Hagler Hearns. Yes, you put this on a Revolution, and I'm buying Revolution regardless of what else happens. If you put uh, FTR versus Mystery Tag Team. I'm buying that. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's what it's going to be. And Kanos does pretty good about if he's going to do the whole mystery partner thing. It's usually somebody decent. And even and, and even if it's not them for the match, you know they're there. Right. It'll it'll be like that. Now, that's the type of bait and switch he'll give you. It'll be like um, it'll be fucking Motor City machine guns. It'll be like some shit you didn't expect to see. And then you'll get the Briscoes to jump the motherfuckers afterwards. <laughs> they need it. They got enough money to do. It. They need to do like the peel off the old school peel off mask, where like you know, like they used to do in, like in the movies, where you be like somebody else. <laughs> oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like did somebody say three, three minutes? minutes? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't quite think we're at the point of paying to put on like prosthetic faces. And I don't think the Briscoes would do that shit. Now that ski mask, totally. Yeah. <laughs> F- fucking in any any version of a ski mask, whether it be the neoprene shit or it be the the traditional ski mask, yeah, hundred percent. Them boys look like uh, Trevor from GTA cousins. Them boys look like a motherfucking assault charge. <laughs> a uh, walking assault charge. No, sir. I cannot. Oh shit! Uh, my bad. Uh, now I can hear you. Jeez. Okay. So <laughs> my question, my question was, so you're not going to beat Lesnar or Reigns at the Royal Rumble. What do you do with the winner of the Royal Rumble? Because nobody wants to see a three-way if you're going to make the main event Lesnar and Reigns, even if it is Bobby Lashley. Uh. Because what I what I fully suspect. Ask, ask me the question one more time. Okay. I gotta let her. I gotta let her mar- uh, marinate for a second. You go to St. Louis, mm-hmm. and you got two championship matches: Lesnar versus Lashley, Reigns versus Rollins. 
Neither one of them lose. And assuming neither one of them enters the Royal Rumble, what do you do with the winner of the Royal Rumble? Reigns is going to win. The winner of the Rumble. I do have two solutions. I just thought of one, but go ahead. <sighs> Here's one I don't is I absolutely hate, but it's very plausible. You could Chris Jericho the goddamn uh, unification. So, but you do it the same way you did Brian Dan- or Daniel Bryan at thirty. So you have the winner of the Rumble wrestle their choice of either Lesnar or Reigns. And then the winner of that match faces probably Lesnar for the main event at Mania for the unification. My my um version is slightly different. Lesnar and Reigns main event night one with the unification. Night two the, the winner of the unification defends against the Royal Rumble winner. Or 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 solution three was it, which is a double down. We 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 bridge both ideas. So the winner of the rumble uh, picks the champion for night one, and then the winner from night one finishes night two. So you end night two with the unified champion. I'm cool with that. I feel like you get more traction if because the 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 main event people that air quotes they would tune in to see is Lesnar Lesnar Reigns. So you don't want to give them the idea that you won't get Lesnar Reigns. So that's your unification match on night one. Then it makes the winner of the Royal Rumble seem that much more important that you get the main event night two against the newly unified champion. So whoever that may be, it makes them instantly more important even if they lose it could be drew fucking mcintyre for all i care but it makes them seem more important that they get to basically pick the scraps of lesnar versus reigns mm. so s- say it's Big E, and you're really you're in, you're vested you're all in on trying to make Big E a star like a superstar having him and he's got history with both champions. Having him face the new unified champion, that's a big deal. Now, are you going to crown him? Probably not, considering how things are starting to look. But that's... I mean, you, you let him win money in the bank. That's compelling television if you do it, though. It is. Um, Woods is also compelling television because he's been sliding down this damn... Like, he, he's holding on to the fact that he's a king. But Woods he hasn't done shit. Over WrestleMania. Huh? He ain't. Woods ain't closing a night two over WrestleMania. Nah. Nah, not even. that. He, he looks like that, great value Kofi Kingston, and that's not that even a knock. Yeah, that ain't even remotely feasible. Now, Big E, yes, because he's been in that position. Kevin Owens, that's a, you know, that's a good look for him. That, I just, um, not this version. I mean, it's going to change again. Yeah, you know it is, but like this version right right now in the here and now, no. 
He's enough of a sleeper. Okay, Lashley makes the most sense, especially if you do some kind of of fucked up finish where he gets screwed out of beating Lesnar, and then he ends up getting getting in the Royal Rumble and winning it, which he was going to be my pick before all this shit spiraled out of control the way it did. But he wins the Royal Rumble, and then night two, he's waiting on the winner. For that reason, I would make I would have Lesnar go over and Lashley then beat Lesnar because you can always circle back and have Reigns figure out how to become universe unif- unified champion. How do you end the Rumble? How would I or how I know they're gonna do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, like <clears throat> to get to get to unification Sunday. Lesnar's the face. So after the Lashley match, Lesnar's going to enter himself into the Royal Rumble. And then Lesnar's going to win the Royal Rumble. And then he's going to challenge Roman Reigns. And there's your main event for night two. And everyone else is just going to have to figure out a dance partner. That's mm-hmm. I am almost 100% sure that's what they're going to do. Now, what I might do Actually, I kind of like I like my I like my previous pitch of, you know, having having someone that you're vested in making a star, someone that you're you haven't put enough focus into Sami Zayn, but he just resigned. So that would be a good look for him. You know, he's going to be there. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Kevin Owens. Uh, Had Shinsuke not spent so much time off of TV and not wrestling or defending the title because of a hand injury, it'd be a good spot for him. Just so you could get Shinsuke versus Lesnar again, but they don't really fuck with each other. <laughs> so you're probably never going to see that again. Right. Um, And again, then you're back to square one. You're like, who do you have on this roster that either you're willing to put some type of investment into or they look like they could handle a spot like that? Valter. Definitely. Walter winning the Rumble will be a good look. In a way too early trigger pull, you know, Braun Breaker. Because you really don't have anybody that's like 100% lock. There is absolutely no way you can put Omos in this situation because he's going to get ate up. I, I I thought about having Omos, uh, not Omos, uh, Breaker in the in the Rumble. I mean, but so Brad and Breaker and Omos end up in the Rumble. I just don't think that you're going to have them even be viable competitors. Breaker may end up Final Four simply because he's a pet of Vince's. Breaker has no business being in the Rumble if he's not winning it. That's just that's just how I look at it. Well, so Austin, <laughs> Austin Theory. You know what? Why you bullshitting? I mean, Austin Theory has just as much opportunity to win the rumble because he's got this mentorship going on with, with mr mcmahon type shit mm-hmm. um yeah i don't look i don't look at the roster as comprised and see a lot of superstar moments or superstar on the cusp type situations that warrant them winning the Royal Rumble and then going through a situation where they're either added to a three-way or you take essentially, you know, my idea of it and saying that's the main event of night two. Mm-hmm. So, like I say, Big E makes the, Big e makes the most sense. 
I just I'm not convinced that Stanford is ready to put that type of rocket on him. Right. When 100 percent they should. And it would be it would be cyclical. You would close the you would close the circle on a story. And then you can come back at like WrestleMania backlash. Then you can do the three way. There, see, and there, there's your there's your money moment. There, like if you were to do some dumb shit, like bring Okada in, Okada and Shinsuke in the ring at the same time inside the Rumble. Because then, I, you know what, I'd be in favor. I, I would hold that Forbidden Door card and actually play that at WrestleMania. So it, it, here, here's how it, here's how it works. You swing it the other way. So even though the Forbidden Door for the Rumble is for people coming in, it also could be for people going out. Again, you you know who we're dealing with. So there's there's a cap we've already named how, the episode how, that yeah you know what I'm saying. There's a cap on how good the the intel and the creative is going to be behind this. That's why I was like, they've re- they've kind of backed themselves into a corner with these two super dominant champions that are also on a collision course with each other. So unless you're going to have Lashley go over on Lesnar for the title, you're going to come out of the Rumble with the same two champions you went in with, which means you got to figure out what you're going to do with the winner of the Royal Rumble if it's not going to be Lesnar. Which, that's their out. It's it's making it Lesnar, and then obviously Lesnar's going to challenge Reigns title for title or unification or whatever they come up with. <laughs> 